The Last Brain Cells Podcast With special guest Welcome everyone, we're back here at the Last Brain Cells Podcast, where we talk about various things about the brain, such as emotions, mental illness, psychology, and philosophy. Today, we're going to be talking about relationships, the good, the bad, the ugly, could'ves, would'ves, and here we have a special guest to help us talk about this on their perspective. Kara, can you introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, I'm Kara. I'm a nurse and <laughs> certain things I like to do. Um, I like discovering new music, old music, just bands I like. So that's a little bit about me. Do you play any instruments? Uh, piano. 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 Yeah. I'm very passionate about piano. Josh is a big here. piano player. I'm a very big piano player. If you can see there. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that good. You like it. As long as you like it, that's good. Piano is yeah. a wonderful instrument. All right, perfect. So today for episode number two, we're going to be talking about just some of our relationship advice and some of our uh, our experiences and stuff like that. So we kind of pre-scripted a couple questions, you know. No, not at all. A little, little, not little bit scripted at all. <laughs> uh, not scripted at all. Actually, this is all off the dome. That's right. Nothing scripted here. But so today's going to be an interesting one. It might run a little bit long, but, you know, we'll chop we're it up. Just gonna we we're just going to talk. We're just going to Yeah, we're just going to talk. Let it flow. So yeah. anybody, anybody want to start? Anybody I, I, I think there's it? like good insight in terms of like, I feel like we all kind of have different experiences in terms of just relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be short-term relationships, long-term relationships. We also have a girl here to give their perspective on like <laughs> what she thinks about like what guys say. Um, so yeah, I think it's just a good topic to talk about. Um, yeah, I think this will be, be a good one. So, I mean, if nobody else has anything else to say, I guess I can start on. Yeah. I think, I think you got the, um, I think you got some, some fresh, some fresh experiences to share, right? Go for it. Bro. Go ahead. Yeah. I lay do. it out, lay it down. Okay. So to get on and give some context, right. I, the last two, I guess like relationships I was kind of in started off with like friends of benefits. And previously in my head, I was kind of just like, you know, friends of benefits, like, this is kind of ideal because, you know, I don't really know what I want yet, but like friends of benefits was something that gave me, it was enough to satisfy me. But now I'm like getting to that point where it's like, all right, I'm already like in my mid twenties. Like, is it okay to be like, just doing friends of benefits like this? Like, should I think about settling down? But anyway, previously I was just like, friends of benefits is ideal because, you know, I don't really have to care about, um, anything like I should I I should be fine like I'm not gonna catch uh, feelings no emotions attached like I'm gonna be okay so many people told me that it was not gonna be okay like people are always like friends with benefits never work like like it always ends up poorly like whatever 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 in my head I was like "Eh, I feel like I could like I could be the exception to that but anyway um I had gotten out of a long-term relationship um back in the summer of last year, right? And then uh, shortly after that, I hit up a kind of like childhood friend, um, probably like a couple months after um, my long-term relationship. So this person that I hit up, I have known for about like eight to 10 years. Um, I would say that we were like pretty good friends when we were like first started becoming friends. And then life kind of just happened. 
we didn't talk to each other for about like four to five years. Um, and then I hit her up again, like after my breakup, um, we kind of like just got to know each other again, kind of just got back into each other's lives. And then, you know, the friends of benefits thing started, right? Boundaries, boundaries were set. Like we were, we both agreed on like certain like terms, whatever, whatever. Shortly after like that whole thing started, um, she wanted to call it quits and like, we kind of just ended it there. Like everything was fine. We were still friends and being the fucking stupid ass guy that I am, you know, I like, like we were, when we were still friends, I was still making kind of like comments about like, just, um, like sleeping, uh, together. Cause just like fucking, it was, it was something that we just had in common. So I kept talking about it in and then it got to a point where, well, yeah, it was something that we could just relate on. Cause like, it was just something that we did. We, we, it was, some, it was an experience that we shared. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, and then and it got to a point where it was just like she just she just stopped talking to me completely just like dropped me mm. um, and I, I, had a, I had a feeling it was probably because like I just kept bringing it up um, but anyway like I would text her every now and then to kind of just like make sure that like she's doing okay like checking up on her and she would just read the text message and like just wouldn't reply um, I was like okay uh, anyway like a couple months have passed I, I text her again like on Christmas to check up on her again and this time she actually replied. Um, so we like talked, you know, she told me what was wrong. Um, I had apologized. I was like, you know, like, Hey, I, you know, rather than like you just dropping out of my life again, like I, like I would like to like just talk about it and like figure out like what I can fix or whatnot. And, um, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I had like, uh, mentioned, I was like, you know, you don't have to like leave me on red or whatever. Like I know you read your text messages. Like I, I, <laughs> I've been around her enough to know that she's like constantly on her phone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know she reads them, even though like she doesn't open them, you know how you can just like hold the text message. Yeah. You can kind of, you can kind of like, little, little, yeah. 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 You don't open it. Yeah. Exactly. Cause mm-hmm. she has like red receipts on. Right. So like, mm-hmm. I, I know she reads them or like when she doesn't like, anyway, I brought that up to her and I was like, no, you don't have to like do that. You can just like tell me if something's wrong and we can talk about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know, I know, you know, that I read them. Okay. And I like say that because that part right there is going to come full circle at the end of this story. Um, but anyway, we kind of just like started back our friendship again. Um, but it wasn't like any, fr- uh, friends with benefits or anything. Um, we kind of just like hung out more, talked more. Cause you know, she's genuinely a good person to be around. Like she's super fun, like super nice. Mm-hmm. I think very wholesome and very genuine. And then as we, um, like hung up more and more, you know, I feel like things kind of got, I guess, like more intimate from my point of view. Like I feel like towards the end of that relationship or like friends with benefits thing, things kind of got a little intimate. And I would talk to my roommate about it all the time because like my roommate and I are really good friends and we're always together. And I always tell her like, you know, I, I, I feel really comfortable around this person. You know, like I don't think I've like found somebody else where I'm like totally okay with being myself. And just like not giving a shit about anything. Like she like made me feel like I was like at home almost. It was like a feeling of comfort that I didn't have with anybody else. Um, and it was like strange. Cause, and then my roommate, my roommate was like, um, do you think you'll like ever ask her to be your girlfriend? Um, Cause she was like, you, you, you guys like sound like you guys would be like really good for marriage or something like that. And I told her, I, I talked to, I, I responded to my roommate and I was like, you know, like, it's not really something that I really think about because this person that I'm talking to, like she's planning on moving to a different country, like relatively soon. Right. 
there's just certain things like that kind of just like didn't really make me think about it too much. Like for example, like moving out of the country. Two, I feel like I'm a pretty big like family kind of person. Like I want my own family, I want my own kids kind of thing. She's not, and which is totally fine. But it's like one of the it's another factor where it's like because of this and this, the idea of us ever being together was not something that I really thought about because I knew that it, like you know we already kind of like didn't really mix there very well. Um, but I know uh, moving forward into like that whole um, like uh, friendship slash relationship slash friends with benefits thing. Um, the idea of what my roommate said was just like forever, like just stuck in my head. Cause I was like, what if, you know, what if, what if, what if, what if, um, but anyway, towards the end of that, um, our relationship, like things were getting intimate, like I said before. Mm-hmm. And then, um, it got to this point, right? She, um, you know, everything was good from my perspective. Um, and she ended up going across the country for like an eight day vacation. Um, and I, I, we didn't talk to each other at all during those eight days that she was gone. And like, I didn't really think that much about it. Cause I was like, you know, we're not like dating. Uh, we're not like, she like, she doesn't owe me anything. I don't owe her anything. I don't expect her to like have to deal with me for those eight days. Right. She's like off work on vacation, like go have fun. I'll talk to her when she gets back. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like a part of me was like kind of scared. Right. Cause I was like, okay, things are getting more intimate. We're spending a lot more time together. Like, what if this is going to end up the exact same way as my previous relationship? Because my previous relationship that I was also in started off with friends of benefits. And in my head, I was like, fuck, I told myself that I wasn't going to do this. Like I wasn't going to get attached, whatever, whatever, whatever. So like a big part of it was like, I was just fucking afraid. Um, but also a lot of things had happened during that week. Um, I don't know if I had talked to um, Chris and Cara, I might've talked to you about this, about that, Coworker that I had lost in that plane crash. Hmm. Do you, does that sound familiar? Cara and Chris. It like the, broke up a little bit. What about a plane crash? About like how I had lost a previous coworker from a plane oh, yeah. crash. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you remember me talking? No, he didn't tell me that. No. Oh, okay. It, it, I, I talked to Chris about it then. Um, but like a lot just had happened that week. You know, I just like wasn't. It was just something that I thought about. Um, but anyway, she comes back like eight days later, right? Um, I text her, you know, see like, hey, like, would you like to come over tonight? Like, whatever. Um, she responds like, hey, like, I don't I don't really want to do this anymore. Um, in my head, I was like, okay, like, shit, what did I do? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what I did. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> yeah, no, literally. I, like, I thought everything was going well. Mm-hmm. And she like listed all these things about like how she felt like she couldn't be herself around me. Which, which kind of like fucking hurt because I was like, holy fuck, here I am talking to my roommate about how I feel so comfortable around you. And here she is telling me that she doesn't feel comfortable around me. It was kind of like, oh, fuck, like I just stabbed me right through the fucking heart. Um, but anyway, we, we kind of talked about it a little bit more. And she had listed all these reasons why she felt like she couldn't be herself around me. Right. And they're, and they're all valid reasons. Right. Like at the time, I didn't even think about them. I didn't think about those being possibilities at all. You know, things just flowed very well. Like there wasn't any doubt in my mind that things weren't going well. Um, but she had listed all those things, you know, I had apologized. Um, and I'll get, I'll get back uh, more to that later, but I basically, um, you know, was seeing if she wanted to talk about it more and she didn't really want to talk about it. Um, so I was like, okay, sure. We won't talk about it. Like I kind of just give her space. And then at the end of the night, I was like, 
what 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 just happened? Like the biggest one eighty, like biggest one like flip ever. Like literally being like the most sweetest person, like most caring, whatever, whatever. Like and just coming back, like completely one eighty, just hostile, like just like rude. And I was like, oh shit! Like did I really like what did I do? Um. Anyway, I was just like, I went home and I just like emotionally like vented on a Google Docs. <laughs> because <laughs> i was like right, i just gotta you're at home therapist man google Docs. yeah no literally because yeah i literally typed this like two-page paper single space on google docs just like venting out my emotions i didn't end up sending it to her but i texted her the next morning or something like that and i was like hey like i've had some time to like reflect on it like i would like to i apologize again said that i would like like to make amends and like fix things if you're willing to let me um and i said that i like respect your decision blah 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 if you decide not to and she said like she's made of she said no thank you like uh made my mind i was like okay um like obviously like this this person i cared a, a lot about um so i gave her some space like five days later i messaged her again but it wasn't like i sent her a video actually a video of me just talking it, it was it was a 10 minute video of me that was mm-hmm. of me just like talking apologizing kind of just like giving my perspective on things in a way definitely not as detailed as this um but like very like um like uh just summarized into like a 10 minute video that i had to split into three parts because the fucking iMessage didn't let me send one continuous <laughs> video <laughs> and she 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 ended up reading the like she, her red receipts are on right so like i know she looked at it i don't know if she like watched the video or if she just like whatever uh-huh. so she like red receipts said it was red no reply and then I messaged her again, like a little bit later. I was like, "Like, did you end up like watching the video, or did you end up seeing the video, or whatever?" Red, like red receipts again, nothing. And then I was like, "Okay, shit." Uh, I was like, "Maybe I should have like given her more like space." Um, mm-hmm. So that like two weeks have go- gone by. At this point, like I have not stopped thinking about this girl like at all within those two weeks like every single day wake up think about her like go to bed think about her like literally it's so bad because like she literally had me going through like the five stages of grief for fun (laughs) (laughs) um and um yeah i just got to the point where it was just like i feel like i couldn't do anything because i was just like so mentally checked out because that's where my mind was like constantly um so I messaged her again, like two weeks later, two or two about, about that. Um, and I messaged her again and I was like, Hey, like, would you like to talk about it now? And the message never sent. Um, so that to me was like, Oh shit, she blocked me. Um, and that for me was actually the closure that I needed. Like I felt so much better knowing that I had been blocked. Cause I was like, okay, you know what? I tried everything that I could. And this was like the end result, you know, like I can't be mad at myself for trying like, sure. I, I moved on. It was fine. And then a week, a week or so later after that, Kara had come over cause she wanted to watch the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. Right. So Kara had <laughs> <Yeah>. come over, <laughs> Kara, Kara had come over. We were watching it. Kara fell asleep. Um, but <laughs> this was like probably like three or four in the morning. I didn't want to go to bed yet. Cause it was like the last weekend I had. Um, I, I had finals and everything. So it was the last weekend I had before I had to start studying for my board exam. And I was like, I don't really want to go to bed yet. I'm just going to stay up, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I pull up YouTube, right? And mm-hmm. the person that I'm talking about also has their own podcast, right? And I'm subscribed to their podcast channel because I was like, 
I would be supportive, you know, whatever, whatever. It's kind of like what I did with you, Josh. Like, remember back in the day when you were like, yeah. still like Twitch streaming and like Thanks, I had this bro. like fake Twitch account and I would like <laughs> talk to you on Twitch and interact with you and things like that? Yeah. Yeah, because I was trying to be I don't remember you doing right? that for me, man. You gave me, you gave me money. I'm, I'm going to remember that, dude. We met <laughs> in elementary uh, school. I, I'm going to remember that. He donated, he donated but, me. Um, <laughs> I refunded yeah, it. I donated, I, donated, I, do, I donated $20 to Josh. And the only yeah. reason he found out that was me because my email was associated with my, with my account. And that was the only reason he found out that was me. But like, this is what I do. I just, I just like try to be supportive if I, if I can. Appreciate it. But anyway, I was subscribed to um, their podcast channel. Mm-hmm. And a video like, po- recommendation like popped up under, that, uh, under their podcast. And I looked at the title of the podcast and I was like, there's no fucking way that this video is not about me. So I watch it and like, it's, all, it's about me. So you're getting and revenge like, right now, right? <laughs> it's not even revenge. I just want to talk <laughs> about kidding. it. Cause I'm like, dude, yeah. I might. Um, so after I watched this video, I was literally, I, cause Carl was sleeping on the bed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, I, re- like, I, I wish Car was kind of awake so I can talk to her about this right now, but she wasn't. You should have woken me up. So, huh? I said you should have woken me up. You were I like know, but it was like an four emotional in the morning. I just didn't want to. I didn't <laughs> yeah. want to do that to you. So I literally left the room and I paced back and forth down my hall for so long, just thinking about like, oh fuck, like w-. I was just like, is what they said true? Um, I just kept pacing back and forth to the point where my feet just got so dirty from just like walking back and forth. I had to clean them before I had to hop back onto You're the bed. The floor. <laughs> yeah, I was literally cleaning the floor with my fucking feet. Um, <laughs> oh. But on this podcast, right, um, she labeled me as a narcissist um, who is emotionally manipulative with all these red flags, right? And they got all their information from like this licensed clinical psychologist um, named Dr. Romani, who like specializes in narcissism, like more so about like the whole relationship aspect of it. And in this like podcast, they talk about like how people with narcissistic tendencies like know what they're talking about, or like they they know what they're doing because they know it work, right? How they invalidate people's feelings or make you feel crazy or belittled, like the mental games they play, the gaslighting, like the whole shabam. Um, and she broke it down into five cycles, and those cycles being like starting with like the love bombing, followed by invalidation, devaluation, casting away, and hoovering. And she gave examples of me, of everything that I've done or said that fall under those specific categories that label me as a narcissist. Um, and like, you know, what, let's just say like watching that video from a point of view like just like a regular audience member who have who has no idea, no connection, no relation to who she's talking about. It's like, yeah, like I, you could you could totally see like where they're coming from, you know? Like you feel bad for them because it's like no one should be put through what they had gone through, right? And the thing about this stuff is like this is genuinely how she felt, so you can't invalidate her feelings, right? But the thing with like this stuff is that there's like no context, right? There's just like hard factual things of things I've said or done without any context. And I feel like today there's just, we live in a society where people are not fortunate enough to be able to hear both perspectives of the story because I feel like context like really, you know, mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. Um, it changes, it changes a lot. I mean, the, the two sides like really matter, you know? Right. 
Um, so like for example, right. Um, in like the invalidation portion of like the cycle mm-hmm. uh, or of the, of the stages, she talked about how I kind of like attacked her image, attacked her career goals, things like that. She had mentioned like that. I had said that, um, you'd be good at, um, anything that you do, no matter like, uh, you, you would be good at anything that, um, you put your mind to, like no matter what it is, um, or whatever, as if what she currently was doing as a career wasn't good enough, which was something that I never said. Right. Um, so she had mentioned like, um, law school and she had mentioned that how I brought up about law school and culinary as potential different options. And there's context to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, there was like this one night where we talked, we were just talking, we were just like laying in bed and we were just talking and I asked her, I was like, Hey, like, what do you think you would have done if you didn't do what you currently do as a career? Um, and she was saying that like, you know, like in college, like a lot of my friends thought I'd be a, a really good lawyer. Like, and I agreed with her. I was like, you know, I could totally see you being like a good lawyer. Like, I feel like you're a very well-spoken person. I think you like really have your shit together. And I think you can really like put up like good points and like argue and defend cases or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it, it wasn't like a, oh, you have to give up what you're doing to pursue this like different thing or pursue lawyering it was kind of just like a like an alternative right it was like if it was like hey if like this is something like you decide you end up on and to decide like if you if if this is something that you end up deciding that you want to do like it's never too late to kind of like pursue that dream if you really wanted to um and she was like, yeah, but like what I currently do, like, I think it's right for me. Maybe like in another like life uh, timeline or like a another life or whatever. And that was, that was like basically it. I didn't like push her to like go into law or anything. Um, but we were talking about it more at some point and it came to the part where it was like, okay. Um, she told me how shitty it made her feel when I talked about all that law stuff with her. Um, so I apologize and I never brought up law again. Like I, I, I didn't know, um, how that made her feel. So I never talked about it again. Um, and then the culinary thing, this was like something that was also kind of, um, different, I guess this culinary thing. She was like making me lunch this one morning and, um, she, cause she was supposed to go to work. She had an appointment for work and somebody canceled. So she had the morning off. So she offered to make me food. And she makes really fucking good food, like like gourmet, like really good, tasty food. And I was just like sitting on the kitchen counter, just like watching her cook. So I was just trying to start conversation, you know, trying to get to know her, whatnot. And I was like, hey, like, have you ever thought about kind of like um, putting out your putting your culinary skills out there? Because I think you do a really good job. Um, I was like, have you ever thought about like being doing like a meal prep for somebody? You know, you kind of just have to like make meals like once a week for somebody and just kind of just like make extra income on the side, things like that. Um, and we were just having a conversation, you know, it ended up spiraling down to like, you know, how much would you charge somebody if you were to like make meals for them or something like that? And we're just joking around about like how like, Oh, maybe like um, you'll be like my personal chef someday or something like that. But it's a joke. I'm like, I don't expect her to give up what she's doing right now to be somebody's personal chef. Yeah, it's know? just conversation. Um, yeah it's just conversation mm-hmm. but i could totally see how she took it that like differently you know like everything that she listed on that podcast are things that are super valid 
because anyone could have interpreted them that way. Like I'm not invalidating how she feels, but it's one of those things where it's like, there's context to these, right? Like, do you think like, I'm just going to stop there real fast and just like, do you think what I said about like either the lowering or like the culinary stuff was bad? I mean, like, I, I feel like when people have like issues like that or they're feeling some type of way, they need to bring it up like immediately. And if they don't, I feel like it's like kind of on them, you know, because like they just kind of assume things and I, I don't think that's healthy, you know, I don't think you're in the wrong there. Like, I mean, I, from my perspective, I think it's pretty like, you know, just mild conversation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I mean, you never know. I mean, but that's that's kind of where the communication stuff uh, like comes in, right? Like, if she felt like really uncomfortable uh, about it at the time, I think she should have just um, mentioned it to you, and you know, you yeah, had maybe, more, more opportunity to explain yourself. Yeah, maybe like in the mean, yeah. like in the moment, she'd be like, like, what do you? She'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. this is what I want. Like, I don't want <laughs> to cook. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. And I mean, I, I think, think that's I think that's valid to do. That, I think you know? if you did, if if that person did it right in the moment, then. It would have, you know, you're like, oh shit, my bad, I, you know, I was yeah, just, yeah. you know, I was just trying to have a conversation. And, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of communication, you know. I think communication, mm-hmm. especially when something is making you uncomfortable, is very important. So, yeah, I mean, I yeah. watch a, I watch a lot of uh, like psychology podcasts and stuff like that. Like, like really healthy couples and stuff like that. They usually have like a day, like say like a random Friday or like every Friday or something, where they would just sit down and like talk to each other about certain things that happen during the week that may or may not have bothered them or something like that. And, you know, like exp- expressing mm-hmm. how you feel about certain situations, I think is like really important. Cause know? when did this happen so. to you? How long ago was it? Like, like this when months ago, so there was months passed and then you found, you found out that you were being, uh, that, that she didn't like it when you said that it was months later. I, I don't think it was months later, probably like, I feel like a month max because I feel like there wasn't that much time that we actually like spent together. I feel like a month max. But she kind of had like a buildup of things, right? And she kind of just like all let it out at once. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, like Cara and Chris, like, do you have any thoughts so far about anything I've said? I've kind of, I know I kind of just like went on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think men and women just communicate differently, um, which is probably why it's so hard for her to probably bring up at the time that what you said was bothering her. But I think girls just tend to analyze a little bit more than you expect us to. So when you're telling her that, oh, you'd be so much better at these other, not better per se, but you'd be so good at these other careers, she's probably thinking in her head, does he not think I'm good at the current career that I've chosen? Like, why why are you telling me this? And you probably also touched on some probably inner security, insecurity that she already had. So I think it was pretty much probably like a recipe for disaster in terms of that conversation, which you didn't find about about later. But I mean, obviously that wasn't your intention and you felt bad about it. And I'm sure you apologized. So that's all you can do. Yeah. I mean, was there any like tells, like body language where she kind of just like closed in, stopped kind of talking about the topic or did she also engage in the conversation? To me, it felt like she was engaged in the conversation. Like again, like I didn't think there was a single point in time where I was like, "Oh shit, I'm making her feel uncomfortable. I need to stop." Like conversation just flowed, and it's one of those things. It's like it's not like I don't 
tell her what she's currently doing is good. Like there's been so many times where like she's shown me like things that she does for her job. And I'm like, I tell her that looks super fucking good. Like this is really good. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Like I, I do that. Like I literally have text messages of me doing that. Um, but it's one of those things, like maybe I should have done more, you know, like maybe I should have reaffirmed her more, but I didn't think anything was even wrong in the first place. It's one of those things where it's like, where she was like in that podcast where she was saying like, as if what I'm currently doing wasn't good enough. And it's not even that, right. It's like, okay, let's just say, uh, Chris is like a mechanical engineer, right? It's, it's almost as if I'm telling Chris like that, Chris, I think you'd be like a really, really good mechanical engineer. And it's like one of those things It's like, well, there's really no point in telling you that because you're already fucking doing it. You know, it's like, it's like, Oh, Cara, like I think you'd be a good, really good nurse. Well, it's like, well, you're already a nurse. (laughs) You know, it's one of those things. It's like, it just doesn't occur to me that like, Oh, you should go. Like you guys are already living the dream of what you wanted to do. Right. So I didn't think I need to be like, Oh yeah, I think you should really do this because she's already doing it. Um, but yeah, it just didn't occur to me. Um, but anyway, she like listed all these things, right? And sure, I get it. I, I ended up watching some of the videos that Dr. Romani posted because about um, narcissism. And because I was like, I need to like understand what, I just, I just need to understand it. Because literally when she said that, I was like, fuck, am I a narcissist? Like, do I need to watch what I say? I, like, I literally questioned everything that came out, that came out of my mouth for like the next so, like, two weeks. <laughs> Because I was like, does this make me a narcissist if I say this? <laughs> I literally... Do you guys know what the DSM-5 is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. The diagnostic yeah. manual? Dude, I wouldn't yeah, would you know have my is. degree if I didn't no, know care, what the care DSM to explain. <laughs> so the DSM-5 is essentially this giant book, like over a thousand pages that like clinical psychologists use and like psychiatrists use to like diagnose people with like dis- like mental health disorders. Um but like each each like disorder has a certain amount of criteria that you have to hit along with like a certain time frame that those people are like showing those symptoms. So I like literally look up like narcissism. I like like I was like, do I hit qualities of these things? And I was just like, dude, like is she right? Blah 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 blah. So I I was just like, fuck, whatever. Anyway, um she dives a little bit deeper about like covert narcissism. So like she breaks down like the stages of narcissism or different um, types of narcissism. There's like malignant. Um, I think this one's like communal, um, grandiose, and covert. Wow. And she said that she had the most experience with covert narcissism. Do you guys know, know what covert narcissism no. is? No, that was a lot of stuff you just said. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know. It got deeper. Yeah, <laughs> the, so the, the the way that they talked they talked about it was basically just like these people are kind of more low key, but they know what they're doing. Right. Um, Interesting. It's like, you know, covert narcissists are chronically victimized. Like, even though, like, they did something bad to you, they will always, like, flip it back on you and be the victim and see it as a problem. And that's why it's called covert, right? And they were mentioning that, like, it's one of the scarier types of narcissism because it's super easy to gaslight people. Oh, shit. And one of the examples they use was they tend to ask very intrusive questions that act like they want to know you on a deeper level. But in reality, they're only asking to see where your buttons are essentially saying that I'm only asking questions to exploit their weaknesses and use it against them. What the fuck? And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that kind of person, man? <laughs> Simon, you're, yeah, Simon, you're, man. 
Yeah, my mind changed about you, Sam. My opinion on you. Should we just end the episode here? Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, it's one of those things. It's like, how do you tell if I'm asking because of whatever they just said or if I'm asking because I'm genuinely curious, right? You're telling me that if I had asked Chris or like Kara or Kevin or Josh about your day, that I'm looking for weaknesses or buttons to exploit in the future. <laughs> you know, like it's like classic Simon. Do you know how many? <laughs> do you know, do you know how many times that she's asked me about like my day and things like that? It's like mm-hmm. you're giving me you're like you're like giving examples of things I do that fall under this covert narcissism thing, but it's like also things that she's done that also fall under these exact same like categories, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, like the whole gas. Oh, sorry. Can it go? Oh, I was just going to say, I, I feel like a lot of people have a hard time just owning up to like their own faults in a lot of ways. And it's a lot easier to just like focus on the things that other people are doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she probably does. She's probably doing these things without realizing them. Kind of like, just like how you were saying, like maybe you might've done some things and maybe just didn't realize it, you know? But, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Plus, I think you're like a guy in your mid twenties. You probably act selfishly <laughs> in relationships, but I don't think you're inherently narcissistic. Yeah, Dude, I, I mean, you know, it's not but, even a, it's not even that bad of a thing to be like looking out for yourself sometimes, you know. But wait, what do you what do you mean by that? Are you talking about me or are you talking about her? Uh, like you, like looking out for yourself. Wait, looking. You know? Oh, I see. Um, but like, yeah, the whole like gaslighting thing. Um, it's like one of those things, like. Like, what defines someone who is narcissistic versus someone that's not? Like, is it intention or is it, like, what is it, right? Because, like, if let's just say, like, gaslighting, for example. I don't remember a specific time that I gaslit. Like, maybe I did, and I fucking apologize if I did, right? But, like, when I was texting her that initially, when, like, the last time we talked, um, I had apologized and everything, right? Like, I was just like, sorry, I promise it wasn't my intention. Like, I'm sorry that I made you feel this way. And she said, is it? are you really sorry because it wasn't your intention? I don't think it is. I think it's deflection. I think it's a way for you to not feel any responsibility for this. Like that statement right there is gaslighting right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's but it's one of those, but you see what I'm saying though? It's one of those things oh, yeah. like you're doing the same thing. Like mm-hmm. how are you going to put all these attributes that I have that fall into these categories when I can easily also pick out specific moments that we have had that make you also follow fall under those specific categories. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think everybody has narcissistic qualities. Like traits, yeah. Traits. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, do I think she's a narcissist? Not at all. Like, I don't think, I think mm-hmm. she's just human, you know? I, I don't think like, you know, one could argue that like her making a podcast about um, me talking about narcissism and being like, emotionally manipulated by me like right like that's a sign of narcissism right there being like the whole emotionally manipulative or emotionally manipulated playing victim which are all signs or traits that she says covert narcissists have it's like one of those things like it's so easy to fall into these categories like are you a narcissist or you're not right um again i don't think i don't think she's trying to play victim i think she's just that's just genuinely how she feels like i don't think she's at fault i'm not mad at her for saying i'm a narcissist like if anything i'm just kind of frustrated because we didn't really get to talk about this together um i I don't think like i am definitely at fault like i understand that like i know where i fucked up but and i want to make amends to it right 
mm-hmm. but she already made up the, t- the, the decision before I could even like really have a say about anything. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think either of us are like victims. You know, I think we're just two people who are just trying to figure it out. Okay. Um, yeah, and you guys just have like conflicting like opinions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And she had told me um, this one time. She was like, Simon, like remember your existence isn't defined by a split moment of making the wrong decision. And I like, I genuinely believe that I feel like people fuck up all the time. And my roommate was telling me the other day, like that relationships have friction, you know, if there wasn't friction, like it's not a real relationship. You guys need to work on things together. Right. Like if you guys really like cared about each other and like, maybe she didn't care about me. Right. Like that, like I'm, I'm, I'm completely speaking this from like my perspective as someone that I care about. Because I know I cared about her. I don't know how she feels about me. Because I thought she felt a specific way about me. And clearly I was fucking wrong because this shit just happened. Um, but I don't know. Relationships are friction. And you just got to work on it, right? It's like, I don't know. Because um, I remember when this all happened too. I was like texting like um, Chris and like Spencer and Shami. And I was like, hey, like kind of just like showing my gratitude for them. And Spencer, Spencer had said something about like, you know, it's funny how like the more people I meet, the more I realize like how rare it is to have deep friends like us. Um, and uh, that, yeah, that hit hard. Like, spoke to me. I, saw I know. It. I was like, fuck. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things. It's like, you know, no one, no one really knows what the other person is going through. And I feel like this was a good learning experience for me in terms of like that. I just, I think... I should have definitely be more like reaffirming. I definitely should have like checked up on her more to make sure that she was done, doing okay. Like there's a lot of things I should have done, right? Um, but yeah, that's this whole narcissism thing is kind of just like it's been weighing. It on just you? got to my head. Well, yeah, because yeah. I was like, I mean, I, so many, I think that's it's another all, form of gaslighting. You know, like that's, yeah, but, I feel like that's another form of gaslighting. Like her, like making you feel this sort of type of way. You know. Right. And at the end of the day, it's all about perspective, right? Because I agree. It's all about perspective. That's why I think it's so important to like really understand. Because let's just say if I didn't know her and I watched her podcast, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, that person who made you feel that way, so shitty. But if I were to explain my perspective without giving her any like room to explain herself, I'm sure people would agree with me. Like, oh, that's super fucking shitty. So, like, you know, keep an open mind. But it's, yeah there's just like so much right i can you can literally use so much to be like oh you're playing victim you're doing this see if i were to defend myself in any way that falls under the quality of narcissism right it's just like me calling chris a child molester in reality when he's not a child molester but if he defends himself you're a narcissist like what um it's one of those things i was like i don't know it's kind of hard to play around i mean like whatever you do you're a narcissist it's like what the fuck Sure. Like, I mean, if, that, no if I like a, if I do say whatever, then sure, I'm an narcissist. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's just like a deflection tool, you know. It's just yeah, like I think you, it's yeah, also but, to label people when you're breaking up with them. Like, it's not that we didn't work out because we had poor communication. We didn't work out because he's a narcissist. I feel yeah, like it's it kind of easy to get over someone <laughs> when you label them that way. But I don't want to like negate her experience at all. But I feel like if yeah. you were actually a narcissist, it would seep into other aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. And we probably wouldn't be such good friends. <laughs> like the whole deflection thing, like I'm aware of, like I, I see it, but if I were to ever to call her out on it, like that's me invalidating her feelings and that would further fuel her affirmation that I'm a narcissist. Right. So I just don't say that shit. Like I don't, 
like like that whole text message that chain that we had it was like her just kind of just telling me what was wrong with me you know um but it's one of those things it's like well i'm not going to talk about myself because that would just invalidate her so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna listen Know, so you have things. to take the hit on I this mean, one, soldier. Yeah, some people, you just, some situations are just like unfixable, you know? I'd say like one of the most unpredictable things in life is just other people. You know, you can never fully grasp or read another person, so. But it obviously yeah. really bothers you. I mean, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen anything bother you in like the seven years that we've known each other. Yeah, you're definitely. Is it like, pressed. is it the fact that yeah. she's like. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, is that narcissistic of me to be pressed? it's completely reasonable you know yeah like obviously like th- that's, that's, that's what you, i'm you saying feel you had a lot of emotions oh my like, god yeah, you're pretty what is bothering valid, you the yeah. most though is it guilt is it like is it kind of being feeling like you are a narcissist like what what is it that's bothering you S- sorry sorry Carl, i'll answer that in a, one second so like i just thought about this let's just say like let's just say like i say i'm not a narcissist right mm-hmm. let's just say she watches this and she's like, "This is exactly what a narcissist would narcissist would do." <laughs> but then, like, that would just be invading my feelings, and that makes her a narcissist too. No, like, by <laughs> it's definition, that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a, in this cycle. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why I don't think like we're both like we're no, we're both at fault. We're both at fault. It's a no win scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Kara. What was your question? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I was wondering, like, what aspect of this bothers you the most? Is it, like, guilt? Is it just, like, having, like, wanting something that you can't have? Is it the fact that she's, like, calling you a narcissist and it's, like, really bothering you, like, internally because that's not in align with your core values? Like, what is it? It's definitely the guilt because, again, like, she is someone that I care about a lot and I am mad at myself that I made somebody that I care about a lot feel the way that I like made them feel, right? Like uh, also, it's kind of like at the bare minimum. Let's just take the friends with benefits thing aside, right? At the bare minimum, I would have like thought that we we're friends, um, and it's like, is this what friends do? They just like cut off and that's it. And I feel like I was just like, that's kind of disrespectful, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's a I don't know. It's like, is this what you do to people? I yeah. I don't really know if I agree with that exit strat. She just shit on you and then blocked you. That's fucked up. You can't even do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, I better not say anything more about this song. You're gonna be a narcissist. It's like, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, relax, Josh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you being a narcissist? Lips <laughs> sealed. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just hard. I mean, people people are unpredictable. You know, it's it's a really rough, rough thing. You know, people are just so unpredictable and stuff like that. And sometimes when people have this predisposed idea about you, there's nothing really you could say or do to convince them. And, you know, like, that's just how life goes. It's just sometimes people just don't want to be in your life anymore. And, you know, you just kind of have to take your experiences from and like learn and grow. But dude, that part sucks. That part sucks. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's like, always the hardest part, right? <laughs> Here I am, like, oh, I care about this person. I think I have feelings for this person, and she's like, oh yeah, he's a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't uh, think a narcissist would care this much. 
I think like they're deeply insecure, but I don't think they would be as like um, empathetic to someone else's feelings. I agree. Yeah, she's just living rent free in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, like you I said, apologized. It's, it's understandable. So, mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing. You apologized. Yeah. And you listened. I did not realize I talked that long. <laughs> How long have we been talking? Lot, you know, it's bitch. been a hot, f- almost fifty minutes. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> holy shit! Yeah. How has it been that long? Minutes. Yeah. All right, guys. Here's the end of the first episode. (laughs) All right. Yeah. yeah, See you guys later. Part one. I did not. I did not know. Simon's relationships. (laughs) Yeah. Simon's relationship. Part one. Do I try to condense that? No. 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 It's an interesting conversation. This is our special guest episode. You know, like. Well, Simon. It's a heavy topic. Simon, is there anything you still need to, you know, want to speak to us about? Because. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it. I feel like I've already taken it up, taken up yeah. enough. Time, no, you're good. So. If there's anything no, yeah, like, go that's bothering you, yeah. Yeah. like, like damn, I really want to talk about this, but I didn't get to. It's a really. Good I, I just, topic, I, I just wanted, I just wanted your perspectives, right? Um, mm-hmm. Like, obviously, she's not a bad person. I don't think she's a bad person. It's just how she feels. Um, yeah, I, I don't think most yeah. people are in, are in like inherently bad people, but. You know, like I was saying before, like once they have this like predisposed idea, it's really hard to like change their mind. And kind of kind of like how you were saying, too, is like, you know, she kind of gave her like one sided story. She probably in her head only sees the one sided story mm-hmm. in general. Like she probably doesn't even see it from your perspective, you know. So well, she doesn't know my perspective. I didn't get to tell her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she right? blocked so me. It's like, you know, it's it's a rough thing. So, I think people yeah. constantly think their perspective is the only perspective because yeah. I've, I've had that experience as well. Guys have like come back into my life and like we had pissed for communication, but they kind of like opened up to me and told me things and I told them things and it was just like, wow, I didn't know that you felt this way at all. You know, like mm-hmm. and it's I guess because like men and women communicate differently. So I think we assume that you don't care and you assume that like we don't care either almost like we care probably a little too much sometimes you know Hmm. so that's probably what happened i want you to expand on your uh oh go ahead simon sorry um she had mentioned um like that the casting away stage is the part where i don't like talk to her for more than a day and like i was like fuck i didn't talk to her for eight days (laughs) like i was like (laughs) um part of me is like (laughs) I was like, fuck. I mean, it w- well, her, her explanation for that stage was like that narcissists know what they're doing and that like they do that to you on purpose to make you feel like you did something wrong. Um, and they kind of tied it back to like family of origin stuff. So I think, you know, just like childhood trauma, things like that. So I think she definitely means well. I think that's just genuinely how she felt. Um, but like, you know, I didn't like not text her because... I was like, ooh, I want to make her feel guilty about like whatever. You know, she could have easily texted me and I would have responded. It was just, it just didn't happen. You just wanted um, to give but her space. Part of me, part of me was like, You're, dude, could I have avoided all of this if I just, had just texted her like once throughout those eight days? You know, mm. that's probably something that I think about a lot. And like, could I have just avoided all of this if I had just texted her? Um, probably, probably no, I think not. it's a ton of things. But also, do you remember I was over at your house and you told me that you hadn't talked to her for eight days? And I was like, damn, that's kind of a long time. And I asked you, I was like, what's up with that? You guys are like kind of seek each other. Are you like 
upset with her or something and you told me you were like no I've like I think I just got like a little scared because I was like catching some like different feelings I'm like oh my god she probably thinks that you're not texting her because you have no feelings like it's just like miscommunication repeatedly Mm -hmm. happens yeah I mean you you can never know what the right move is you know I mean hindsight's 2020 I mean you never know what could happen so yeah, you know. But anyway, I think I think that's all I have to say. So I know about me, Cara, really fast. <laughs> you had mentioned that, um, you know, you you've had some people in your life that come back. There was some miscommunication. Like, what was the end result of that? Like, um, were things good after you guys fixed that communication? I think like, oh god, <laughs> um, you know enough about it to like know what happened, but. I feel like there have been like certain instances, like there have been a couple of guys and I take this upon myself to like kind of take the blame here and say that I know myself well enough to know that I'm like an incredibly shy person. There's only a few people in the world that I really open up to (laughs) and just like, it's hard to feel comfortable with people. So I kind of like covet them in my life. And that's why I have a ton of close friends that I've been close with for years. Um, so the complaint I get often with guys is that they'll tell me that they feel like they don't really know me or that I'm not opening up to them or just like, whatever, like we're not communicating properly. And then once we stop speaking, we'll like maybe start speaking again. Like it comes up, like, how are you? And then at that point it kind of just comes out. They tell me things that they didn't tell me initially. I don't really care anymore. So I'll tell them I'm not really embarrassed. Um, and they're kind of like, why didn't you tell me this? I'm just like, well, and that's like, that's my own fault. Like, I feel like it's just like a repeated habit of not feeling comfortable around people. So it's difficult to like communicate properly when you feel like you're internalizing all of like your private emotions and thoughts and stuff. Cause you don't want to come across as too much. I feel like that's a common girl insecurity is that we don't complain to guys or we don't vocalize that's probably what like when you guys got into that fight or not a fight but that like kind of tiffed about you hurt her feelings when you said that she'd be a great cook it's probably uncomfortable for her to like vocalize to you hey I don't like you making me feel this way you know like that's like confrontation and I feel like a lot of people genuinely aren't good at confrontation so just communication stuff do you think that's um, something that you wish you were, like, more okay with? Communication? No, just, like, the opening up part. I do. I feel like it would be easier to kind of get through certain things. But at the same time, I feel like I know when I feel comfortable. And it's, like, a certain feeling you get with somebody. And I've had it before, and it's been great. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that like everything works out perfectly, but it's just something that I kind of like look for each time. And if it's not there, it's not there. Like that guy I was seeing recently, he was a perfectly nice guy, but I kind of knew like from initially, I'm like, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> I don't know. And that's just like my own personal thing. I mean, when you know, you know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That gut feeling. That gut feeling, yeah. you know? <clears throat> that's how that's how I knew me and Josh were uh, meant to be. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's it. Got that gut feeling. <laughs> got it, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you tried to be better about opening up to guys, Kara, knowing what your past experiences have told you? Um, yeah, I think so. I think I, I do try. Um, but it's not even, it's like not even a relationship thing. Like I had a guy I work with recently tell me that he felt like he doesn't know me as well as like he'd like to. And I'm like, I feel like it's just like kind of my personality to kind of hold things in. And it takes, it takes time. I mean, we've been friends for like, what, like seven years. And we probably have like shared more like private things in like the past two years than we did when yeah. we met in college, you know, I feel like. That's just my personality. But I do, I try to work on it. I try to push myself. That's good. I feel character like that's building. Like, yeah, make it. Yeah, character building. The right. character, <laughs> character development. I, I I don't know if this is true, but I feel like most guys are willing to like do things at a much faster pace than what girls are comfortable with. 100%. Uh, yeah, I actually had a I had a girl call me a few days ago because she was like, you know, we just went on this date. He got mad at me. Well, I think he got mad at me because I didn't spend the night. I was like, oh, did he, did he say that? And she was like, no, but that's just, you know, the kind of vibe that I got. I feel like I feel like that's just like something in the water. I don't know. Between like girls and guys. It's like a it's like a feeling, you know, like girls kind of take their time and guys are for me personally mm-hmm. i think I, I think all the issues with our past relationships because i was too fucking slow so i was like i i wanted to keep things you know smooth smooth a little slow kind of build things up and then i, I just we just break up and then i was like fuck i should have done this two weeks ago or something and i feel like that's always been an issue with me so that's like my little addition to that what you guys are talking about that like i'm i think i'm way too slow or, like, maybe I just don't know. Like, I can't tell if I'm going the right speed or not. And it's, like, it's tough. And it's hard with the expectations today, I think. I think guys are under, like, a little bit of, like, a hard time. Because there's that expectation of, like, if he wanted to, he would. But yeah. a lot of guys don't yeah. initiate the way girls would like them to. You know, like, I feel like it's that old-fashioned standard of, like, the guy does everything. Yeah. Um, but it's, it doesn't really work out that way anymore. Do you agree? Well, I mean, I, I think it's... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, I think it varies, like, really heavily on, like, just person to person. Like, I've met girls who take things really fast, and I've met girls who take things really slow, and, like, vice versa with guys as well. Like, I know a lot of guys who take things, like, really, really fast, and I know some people who take it, like, really slow. So, I mean, I, I think it just varies person to person. And so, I think the communication, like, talking about, like, what a good, nice pace is, for, How do you even bring that up? Like, hey, I mean, I think when should I, I kiss like, you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of I try my best. This is like last. This happened like maybe a long time ago. Like not recently. This is not recent. This is a long time ago. But it's like I, I it was like I can't just bring it up. You know, like I don't know. Maybe I was just I just didn't know how to bring it up because this is like mm-hmm. in high school. I'm talking mm-hmm. about this high school, but it's like. It was just me trying to big brain this shit. Like, okay, let's, let's try to let's try to read the room. I'm a bit too slow here, you know. What does she What does she want? Okay, shit. I'm holding her hand now. This is good. The fire's kind of like lit. the fire is lit. The fire is the fire. Is, how long is the fire gonna be lit? You know. Oh shit. There's wine on the table. Oh fuck. And you know, it's just all these all these factors that I'm trying to big brain, and it's like I feel like I'm always wrong. 
So it's like, yeah, it, it fucked it up for like, I think most relationships, I feel like. I feel like a lot of it also expands upon their past relationship and they learn from that and they're like, okay, I, I want this next relationship or the next guy I talk to or a girl to go with this certain speed. And sometimes it just doesn't add up with whoever you talk to next. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying, uh, I usually, I don't know, I think the healthiest way to go about like stuff like that is just like when you're like getting to a serious or more serious stage with somebody, you just communicate like boundaries, right? Like really important, like likes and dislikes and stuff like that, what you're looking forward to, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's probably the healthiest way to go about it. But I mean, it's not always the most conventional, you know, but, you know. I always like to like Dude. when I when I'm first talking to somebody, if I'm like starting to feel a little bit more serious about them, I like to just let them know like some of my boundaries, likes, dislikes, like that kind of thing. So that way, you know, people feel a little bit more comfortable. I don't know. <laughs> Expectations there. Dude, what have you told them? They just left. <laughs> <laughs> they just walked away. I mean, that's, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, like, hey, it happens. You don't get let on. You don't get let on. Yeah, you don't get let on. Cuts it right there. You know? Yeah, oh I tell God. them. Yeah, I tell them I collect Pokemon cards. They're like, "Oh, no, I don't like that shit." And I'm like, "Ah, that's okay." Later, you know? yeah, and then walk away. <laughs> yeah, you got the spill. You know? yeah. Do you feel like there's more pressure though to initiate because you're a guy? More pressure in terms of just like, yeah, just because so. like in terms of like courting, like just like starting off the dating. Yeah. Like, do you think it's more in, like out. the ball is I in your court? I was freaking out. Shit, um, I should. Yeah. I should touch her now. Like, I should touch her hand now. Simon, no. Fuck, the guy, <laughs> the guy would do it. The guy Whoa, would touch her What did he say? Her hand. Her hand. Was like, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, I was like, oh, I think, I think, expected that that the guy should, you know, uh, uh, you know, hold hands now. Like, they should, they should initiate it. You know, that's I think that's the the gender, uh, the gender norms or some societal norms. And uh, oh shit, the guy should also initiate the kiss and then. It's like fuck. It's just like oh, I think it's a lot of pressure on me. I felt like personally because like the girl, I uh, society norms the girl should not be, you know, doing this kind of stuff. I feel mm-hmm. like initiating these kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, I mean, I think it like varies person to person. I usually kind of like, I don't know, I just go off of like gauging the situation. You know, like you can kind of tell when somebody's like comfortable around you. Or when they're kind of like uncomfortable around you, is you that know, still the like, like the norm? Like the guys should still like current day because I've done this shit forever. But like, is that still a thing? Like current di- like the guy should be initiating all these kind of stuff. Is that still expected? I mean, like per- personally, I like I like a fifty fifty. You know, like I like to know that the other person is trying, like at least sort of as hard as I am. You know, so I mean, I don't mind initiating uh, initiating more, but. It's just like a reassurance thing that I like when the other party also like initiates sometimes once in a while, you know? Yeah. So Simon, Chris, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I definitely do think when I, it's usually on the guy to start first or make some sort of movement. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like on the girl's end, I don't know if you could expand this car, but kind of leaves you in a loop if he doesn't do anything, if he actually likes you or not. Would you say that so, that kind of happened? What's the question? Um, if the guy doesn't initiate, it kind of just leaves the girl in the loop thinking if the guy even likes her or not. 100%, yeah. Yeah, so it's And that's, like that's been happening recently, too. Like, 
you'll get I talked to girls um recently and they get asked out by a guy and like the guys like within like the past year haven't been initiating mm-hmm. like what's going on like has it has it been what? Really, like they don't like initiate like in terms of like other stuff but it's it's weird like because I feel like with before that it was always like expected that the guy would mm-hmm. but now I feel like they're almost like asking for like permission and you can tell that they're kind of like hanging back a little bit yeah I mean, I just talked to Ashton about this recently. Apparently, she didn't oh, even she know say? if I liked her or not for like the first two weeks because I didn't initiate anything. We just hung out. Yeah. What did yeah. you ask her the first time you met her? What did I ask her? Yep. The very first thing I said to my girlfriend I've been dating for five years is if she likes it up the ass. Oh, <laughs> as a joke, as a joke, she was serving our table. Simon oh, I do dared me that. to say it. Yeah, Simon dared me to say it. She's like, ask her if she takes it up the butt. I was like, okay, bet. But then, like after we finished eating, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I was being a dumbass with my friends. Like, I didn't, I didn't really mean anything I said by right there. How'd she respond? Dang. What's, what was that? How did she respond when you asked her that? So she was just taken back. She was like, oh, I thought you were a massive prick and you're actually not. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was taken back. Dude, I actually totally forgot that happened until oh you just brought God. up this now. We, we talk about it frequently. Yeah, what a, cra- <laughs> what a crazy, was, like, was, uh, what was I still remember the story. Shami yeah. was there and I was just like, you take it up the ass with Riz. With Riz. <laughs> with Riz. <laughs> with Riz. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna look at that. Five years like, 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 year relationship. Yeah. yeah. What the yeah. fuck? What a story to it tell. Was, it was a <laughs> setup. You know? Tell your children this, you know? <laughs> how did how did you and mom meet? Okay. I'll save that for a different time maybe when you're a little bit older. <laughs> save that when you're eighteen. <laughs> when you're eighteen. <laughs> what a crazy meet cute, man. Or whatever they call it. Okay, That's but like okay. I guess um, now that you've been in like a five-year relationship, um, how has it been like to be in a long-term relationship? I've never been in that long of a relationship. The longest I've been in is like two and a half years. So you've doubled mine. So like, yeah. what is that like? It's definitely a road, very fucking swervy, bumpy road. Um, we definitely do really vibe with each other. We love each other. But there are times where you come across some disagreements, some things happen, and you clash with each other. That's completely normal. Um, like Lauren said, there's gonna be always going to be friction. But, um, yeah, you clash with each other, but you both come out of it better, better understanding for each other, for yourselves, and kind of, the love kind of deepens, I'd say. Especially living together. If you live with your girlfriend for a while... God, some things just piss you off, but then you bring it up. Things get better. <laughs> and there's definitely a lot of things I do that piss her off, like me yelling at some fucking video game when she's trying to like study your sleep. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys build together. And that's what a relationship should be, in my opinion. I like that. How do you navigate issues when you like encounter them? Definitely communication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but sometimes we just, we tell each other not to internalize that shit, not keep it within yourself for too long. Otherwise it'll just be a much bigger argument than it should actually be. You know, mm-hmm. catch it earlier, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. That's so cute. 
<laughs> Does someone else have any experiences they'd like speak, to share? Speaking from experience. Josh? Uh, I already told you guys. It's your, time to, it's your time to show My relationships have never been that good. And these are back in high school. Ever since then, this is like, what, that 10 Almost ten years ago, when I was doing the relationships, I haven't I haven't done anything ever since. And uh, I guess the reason behind behind that maybe is due to trauma of, that, of the past relationships. But apart mm-hmm. from that, I feel like I'm so busy focusing on myself to the point where, like, even if I were to get into a relationship, I know I can't provide like uh, I support them. Like, I can't spend my time like talking to them, helping them, doing what, you know, you should do in a relationship. Like, I can't, I can't give my half. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to even try because I'm focusing on a lot of things at the moment and I just don't want to make it a, like a freaking train, train wreck. So I think I just avoid it. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think that's a good thing, you know? Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say sometimes it's better to just build upon yourself first before yeah. you think about venturing that's out That's what I'm doing. Yeah, so that's my personal thing. Uh, maybe, I don't know when, hopefully, maybe soon we'll start, uh, branching out, but I like at the moment, I'm gonna feel like an asshole if I'm going to be spending 90% of my time on myself. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That's, that's it good. for Take Josh. First, yeah. yeah. That's, it for Josh. <laughs> that's all my input for this episode. But, I mean, uh, it's still, it's still good perspective, you know, <laughs> like you know, taking care of yourself is never a bad thing. Yeah. So I think I guess we'll it's never a rush focus on all those issues I was talking about earlier. Once I start talking to girls again but uh <laughs> we'll see we'll see I, I mean like i go on dating apps you know tinder bumble hinge but mm-hmm. like i match with people i, ne- I like i never talk to them it's just mm-hmm. like because i know that just I'm, the current like dating scene where you always yeah. just get hella matches but you just never really i never talk i never talk to them yeah i never yeah. talk to them so i mean sometimes if i want to like you know mess around like say some memes or some shit just see, what, see how they respond <laughs> like i know it's not gonna go anywhere probably so i just fuck around with it like i'm not tossing anything we just i just say some weird shit and then it's like that's about it like i don't i don't ha- i don't have the mindset like i'm gonna date someone soon so mm-hmm. i don't know kind of weird what do you what do you think the timeline is for that the, uh, right mindset fuck that's the thing man i don't know because because again like we're, we're, we're in our mid-20s right so like shit i i don't what's, what's the time my parents had me <laughs> they were like 20s ticking. 21 i'm 20 i'm 24 Dude. <laughs> So fuck, I'm late. It's like, nah, it's like too late. I don't I'm know. I'm about to be 25. Because I have a lot of like things I really want to be good at and things that I want to really like personally succeed in, and that won't be anytime soon. You know, it's not gonna be. It's gonna be a couple of years probably when I'm like fully, fully personally satisfied. And maybe I will never even be personally satisfied. So it's like I can't even tell you the time timeline for that. I feel like it's possible to work on yourself, though, and be with someone else. I mean, not, like, yeah. super intensive work, but any, like, skills or something that you want to, like, covet, you can be in a relationship and do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. I was thinking about that, too. I was like, maybe it's possible, you know? Like, but it's, like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm really, like, like, currently I'm stressed with, like, work and all these other side stuff. And maybe, you know, having someone else to talk to you about it could would help. It's, like, I don't know. I just feel like I can't personally give my all to them if they're just going to be supporting me the whole time, you know? Because, like, I have all these, like, dreams that I really want to accomplish, and it's, like, maybe they're going to be my number one supporter, but it's, like, I can't, I don't know if I can say the same to them if they have dreams. Like, I want to support them too, but it's, like, fuck, it's only 24 hours in a day, and I'm already, <laughs> I'm tired from work <laughs> and shit, and it's, like, 
uh, it's just it's, it's a lot of thinkings, what ifs, you know, because, you know, I guess I'll never know until I start talking to someone again. So it's OK. I'll be I'll be your number one supporter. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate yeah, yeah I, got, I got I got you, man. <laughs> Dang, Kevin, what about you? Me? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm, I'm just unlucky in relationships, I guess. I mean, it's probably like mostly my my bad, but. I've I've had like a long term relationship and I've had like short term relationships, but I don't know if they've ever felt like like right. You know what I mean? I feel like I don't know. For my my longest relationship, I dated a girl for like five years, and and I thought I was like really really into this girl, and but I felt like our relationship was just always like super rocky because she was always like very insecure and then like. I was insecure and like trying to figure out things as well. And it just got to a point where it was like really, really, really hard. And I think for the latter half of that relationship, I felt like I felt like I was just kind of like there because it felt like the norm and stuff like that. Like I felt like kind of trapped and that's like never a good thing, you know? Um, <clears throat> After that, I mean, like, since since then, like, growing up, I mean, this was in, like, high school. You know, it was, like, that high school, like, sophomore year to, like, uh, into college time period. So, I was still kind of, like, young and, like, <clears throat> figuring things out and stuff like that. But after that, I don't know. I just kind of took time to think about, like, what I really wanted and, like, my future and stuff like that. So, I've mostly just, I mean, I'm kind of, like, in the same boat as Josh, where I'm dedicating a lot more of my time to, like, building my own character rather than... No, rather than like looking for a relationship but um it's just kind of i don't know I'm, like relationships kind of scare me to be honest um Dude, they're fucking scary <laughs> shit yeah they're they're really scary i mean my last my last relationship it was like more of a short-term thing like we dated for like three three months and you know i was kind of in like the same boat as you where like i just thought everything was going well you know I mean, I even, I even, like, I checked up on this girl a lot. Um, I tried to give her, like, a lot of space as well and all this stuff. And, you know, like, it's it's just hard. You never really know what the right move is, you know. And it's hard to communicate some, with somebody if they don't want to communicate with you and stuff like that. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, relation. I've always, I don't know, relationships just kind of scare me. And um, I think... Short-term relationships or like situationships, like they they hit real they hit incredibly hard too, because like yeah. in a long-term relationship, like around the time it like if if it ends, hopefully it doesn't end, right? But if it does end, it's like you went through everything, right? Like you experienced everything, and you're like, this isn't for me. But in like a situationship or like a short-term thing, it's like you just have all these thoughts about like, dang, I think we like could have worked, or like we could have had different future like we could have figured things out and stuff and that just makes it like really 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 hard you know so i mean i'm kind of like in a point in my life uh where i'm just like i really want to focus on myself like i'm open to the idea of a relationship but i'm also like kind of scared which is kind of bad but you know um <clears throat> i've dated like quite a quite a like different amount of girls i guess so I don't know. I, I'm I'm just really picky, I guess. <laughs> so I, like I just want to have to be picky though, because you know you, you 
you want what's best for you, right? I feel like it's okay to be picky. Yeah. I mean, the culture, like nowadays culture makes it really hard too. Cause I've, I've never been, I've, I've always been like a really, a, a hopeless romantic, I guess, you know? So like, I, I usually don't talk to girls or date girls unless it's for like the sake of long term, you know? And not everybody's always looking for something like that. And, you know, I've had a couple of relationships where it just ended as a situationship because like I was looking more towards the long term and they were kind of just looking for like short term, like experience kind of type deal, you know? So like, I feel like, I feel like for our age, you know, that like age range of like 20, 30 or whatever, I, I feel like it's really hard because a lot of people aren't looking necessarily looking for like the long term, you know? So, but yeah, so I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of in the boat where like, I'm, I'm open-minded to it, but I'm not actively like searching for it. You know, I, I kind of like the whole, like they pop up in your life kind of thing, you know? <laughs> like, I, I think, it, yes. I think it's a cooler story <laughs> though, you know, they just poop, you know, it's like, you're just walking in the store and you just bump into somebody and you just happen to meet them and you connect, you know, it's just like, it's so I just scary. like the idea that more. You know, <laughs> yeah. But no, I honestly like the spontaneous uh, ways of meeting people. I feel like are honestly so much more romantic. Yeah, I agree. You know, like Chris's story is really cool. Like that's <laughs> like genuinely, it's a really nice story. You know what it's I mean? It's funny. Plot. Like, like yeah, you never a, expect, a, like you never expect these things. You know, like you just meet somebody in just some random situation on some random day, and it's like, oh shit! Like we've been dating for five years now. You know, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Half a decade, yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. And so that's why that's why I'm like I'm like really really particular about like you know who I invest my time in because like Good. like I said I'm looking specifically for long term, yeah, and stuff like that. So you know it's kind of kind of hard. I guess. Yeah, well, Plus, I mean, I don't I don't really get out that much either. I just kind of like work, go to the gym, go home. So I I just you know. Mostly just focusing on myself right now. And then also, like I said, I'm like kind of scared of relationships, you know? So and that's that. I guess that's the boat I'm in. I'm kind of in like that weird, like middle ground, I guess, between everybody, <laughs> you know? So I think it's nice that we all have like really diverse, like dating characteristics, you know? It, it, conversation. It, yeah. For conversation, you know, it adds a lot of perspective <laughs> and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Can we? I just thought of something. Can we talk about red flags for a second? <laughs> red oh, flags? Yeah, yeah. Sure. sure. Yeah, can I we mean, t- like? Yeah. What are some red flags for you guys you- in a guy? Oh, actually, Carl, you you start first. What are red flags in a guy? Yeah, yeah. What are yeah? What are red flags in a guy? There's so many. I just had this conversation with someone last week. Are you talking about little ones or like? Really big ones, so it's just like big ones. Big, big. Not not about not talking about like oh yeah, they took uh, their shoes off at an airport. Like not an egg. Like, <laughs> dude, that's a red flag. Like that. <laughs> Wait, that's a red flag for sure, bro. Taking your shoes off. Listening to TSA is a red flag. Yeah, me, bro. Oh my god, there's so many. Um, let's see. I'd say like for girls, one of like the biggest ones are just um in terms of like consideration. And that can be like a broad field, like how you treat others. I feel like 
the biggest indication of someone's character is how they treat someone they don't necessarily need to treat well. Not like a coworker or a friend or a superior, just a complete stranger or like say a waiter or something. So someone being um, really rude or um, overly confident. I mean, like girls always like a confident guy, but overconfidence is an ick. Um, Any dishonesty is pretty bad. Girls don't like that. Um, Big red flags. I would say a lack of ambition. Because there's not really anything you can do with that. Um, okay. And it's not something that generally gets better over time. It typically gets worse. So, I mean, you don't necessarily have to be successful right now. But the fact that you don't have, like, a drive or anything is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot. Is that? <laughs> red, red lights are good, cool, though, right? Good. Red lights. Not red, red flags, though. Red, yeah, red lights are good, though, right? Red lights are <laughs> not red flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then they're always like little small ones. <laughs> Do you red think you could ever look past some red flags? Oh, oh shit, Chris. Like, dude, I don't think you'd ever find a funny. perfect guy, so there's bound to be some you have to like oh, be able shit. to look past. Wisdom. I feel like generally everyone has flaws that you look past. Like you yeah. there's like what are you willing to accept for somebody? Um the red flags that you look past. I mean, I don't know. Taking your shoes off in the airport. We have protocols for a reason. Uh, okay. I yeah. I actually have a really good follow up question, but no. Like, can you like? Do you have a uh, more genuine answer for like what Chris said? Like, an oh yeah, like you can look past. Oh. Not shoes at the TSA. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like that answer. What's the biggest one you've looked past? Oh God, I'm trying Ooh. to like think of all the guys I've dated with red flags. Um, I feel like my mind is just that little monkey with like the the symbols. Yeah, <laughs> guys with monkey red flags that look past. Sometimes like weirdness. Like if a guy's kind of weird, like I'll be like, oh, he's just a little bit quirky. Like <laughs> he's not like other guys. He's a little quirky. the head. <laughs> Typically, like initially, I'm like, that's something I can work past. Maybe he's just like a little bit awkward or something. But generally speaking, they get worse. And then I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> this guy is just fucked in the head. And she's like, red flag. <laughs> but like, what are your guys' red flags? Like, I'd be interested to know. I have my biggest red flag. I don't know if you guys have yours yet. That's it. Uh, I, I, I elaborate mine say, first. So. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, okay, go, okay. Yeah. Talk about it. My 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 biggest biggest red flag is when when girls let guys like hit on them, or they let guys like give them certain attention. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel like insecure at all or anything like that. But I just don't like girls who like let people like hit on them really aggressively without telling them like hey, you should, like, chill out, you know, I have a boyfriend, like, stuff like that, you know what I mean? Because I, you know, you know, I just think about, like, the foot-in-the-door technique, where, I, I don't know if you've ever heard about it, but it's, like, you know, salesmen, it's, like, once they have your attention, or they have their foot in the door, it's, like, they're more likely to be able to sell something to you, you know? And I, I just feel like it's disrespectful to the relationship and to, like, your significant other to let somebody actively pursue you. You know, even if there's no possible repercussion, it just like it just feels a little off to me. But that's like my red flag, I guess. 
Mm. You know? That's an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, don't I, I actually have never heard of that one before. Yeah, it's just like, was, well, I mean, it's, it's something that like came up in one of my last relationships. Like I, I had dated this girl before and like we, we were at like a like a party one time and she had a friend who was like really drunk or something. And he was like texting her and stuff like that. And he just said some stuff like, oh, yeah, I really like, oh, man, I love you. Like, I don't really care that you have a boyfriend, like say it back to me and shit like that. And like, I don't feel insecure and I don't think that much of it, but it just feels a little weird. You know what I mean? I mean, that's a little less extreme of a case, but she had this other guy who would aggressively message her on Snapchat. Like, oh man, you have such a nice ass. Like, oh man, I would really like to be with you. And like, oh man, I'm going to be in whatever location you are right now. And, and you know, we should hang out. Like we could get together and stuff like that. And you know, she, she wouldn't really like tell him like, Hey, you should like chill out kind of thing. She would, she would just kind of like, just kind of like change the topic and stuff like that. And just like that to me just feels a little, a little bad. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't feel insecure. Like, Oh yeah, she's going to leave me or anything, but it's just like, Oh, like, I feel like this is a really easy thing to do to just like turn this person down and be like, Hey, I'm currently seeing somebody like, I would appreciate it if you didn't like, send these kind of comments towards uh, to me, you know what I mean? So, but that, that to me is like a red flag. That's my biggest red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Josh? Well, yeah, yeah, hold on. <laughs> um, I had a French fry. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, goodness, red flags. I mean, I haven't, the only thing, I'm, like I haven't really like thinking about red flags recently, right? Cause you know, I'm not really actively working. But I guess the biggest turn off is kind of like what Carr said is um no ambition. Cause, oh, uh, you're going to say the shoe thing. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's number two. But with no ambition, it's kind of like, I just, it sounds so like, it sounds so boring, you know what I mean? Like, that's so fucking mm-hmm. boring. It's do nothing and they don't want to like improve in anything, you know? It's like, that's mm-hmm. kind of like what I want to do. And it's like, Maybe like I think an ideal relationship for me is like, maybe maybe she's hell ambitious, I'm hell ambitious, we fucking we rise together, we we improve each other and it's like we push each other. We push each other, we support each yeah, other. Yeah. And like it's that'd be that that'd be that'd be beautiful. That'd be that would be phenomenal. But I mean I guess that's like an ideal relationship. But I think that's the biggest one for like no ambitions. Um mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest thing. Cause um it's like I mean it's toxic, but it's like a I don't know what the <laughs> fuck we're supposed to do together. It's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to date someone who's just, who's like just monotone, no ambitions. Yeah. They're just I mean, chilling. You can't grow together. They're just chilling. I mean, right? it's my personally, I mean, if they just don't want to do anything, that's okay. I just don't want to date them. That's all. But it's like, <laughs> I just like, just, I mean, like, if that's you, like, however you want to live your life, that's 100%, 100% fine. If you don't want to improve yourself, but you like, having very nice moments with your friends you maybe maybe you you um you want to make sure you have all these nice experiences with your family and friends that's that's it that's what you want to have in a successful life that's meaningful to you i think that's 100 percent okay but me personally i want someone who wants to like have something they want to improve at and just always aim for it and always just aim large and aim big and i think that will push me as well to aim large and aim big as well man that'd be great yeah. Hey, one day, one day, one day. But uh, <laughs> DMs they're, are they're open. Cool. <laughs> they're cool. Just not your yeah, type. Just, 
Exactly. This, this, this is not for you. This is not for yeah. me. Sai, what That's are yours? <laughs> it's your turn, Simon. Yeah, popcorn, Simon. Oh, um, Myra, uh, I would say, honestly, <laughs> narcissistic people, people who just. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that people that like deflect from serious conversations because I, I feel like there comes a point where you just have to have serious conversations because clearly something is wrong right but if you just keep deflecting that and just like ignoring it like it doesn't need to be fixed I think it, that's a red flag Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Chris, red flag. Oh gosh, don't take it up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Girls that don't take it up the ass for one, but <laughs> I guess it also just comes down to ambition. Guy, I feel like I'm just repeating what two other people said, but yeah, yeah that's ambition. A, that's a, that's a popular one. I, mean, I don't think a, I can date it's anyone that'll flag, just yeah. work their nine to five, come back home, and just be mm. sedentary. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, like I want something both of us to look forward to, like five years from now. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Like, let's get out this apartment, be able to buy a home together. Hell yeah! Let's have the cars we want to drive. Let's do the jobs you want to do. Mm-hmm. Let's have the bodies you want. You know, I like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's a good, it's a good way to grow together too. You know, when you have like mm-hmm. similar goals and aspirations, and you like grow, you grow together. You know, yeah. gas each other, Both mindset, keep each other yeah. on track. Exactly. No NPCs. No NPCs. No NPCs. No Sims characters, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, I think we're at about. I'm so oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, oh, I was gonna say when you walk I, in the room I, and they have a big red flag. It's a big red flag for me. <laughs> I could see that, yeah. Yeah. I actually have a follow-up question to that. And this one might actually like take, uh, take some digging. What do you think your biggest red flag is? <laughs> like your own character? I have like, no red flag. <laughs> that's your I'm biggest red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, like, what do you think your own personal red flag is? Should, should I, I start think, again? Like, or? Oh, God, good. I mean, if you have an answer, start... I'm really fucking messy, like okay, fucking living a pig style. I'm messy like, boy. I have shit everywhere right now. If you could see the other side of this camera, you <laughs> you, you kick me right off this fucking <laughs> podcast right now. Yeah, uh, that and I guess like procrastinating on on shit like cleaning. <laughs> yeah, valid. I I mean I think I think my my personal biggest red flag is like you know, um how were you talking about like taking things too fast? I think I've personally like, I love really hard and like, I put in a lot of emotion and a lot of time into my relationships. And I feel like I could just be overbearing sometimes, you know, like, I feel like it's good to like, you know, be there for your partner and all that stuff. But I, I just feel like I'm like, I'm like too much sometimes, you know what I mean? Like I just dedicate a lot of my time and stuff, and yeah, that's that's probably my biggest red flag. Josh, uh, I'll probably go Am later because um, it's gonna take me a while to find a red flag. So, uh, cards, oh. you want next? <laughs> Am I pointing to it? 
I'm pointing at Simon. Yeah. I'm pointing um, at Simon? Oh. You point to Carl. Oh, it's, it's Simon's turn. Right oh, shit. How's it my turn? I asked the question. He was, oh. <laughs> right here? Is this good? Is this good? Because he's pointing at you. Huh? Is, is this good? I'm putting, am I pointing the right way now? Just give up. You're pointing. You're pointing at Simon. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Kevin, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, you know. It's, it's, for the, it's for the YouTube audience. You know, the people the people watching, okay. so they know. You know? <laughs> Wait, so am I, am, I, am I going? Sure. Yeah. I think my one of my biggest red flags is that I don't... Ah, dude, I, I, I don't, how do I word this? I thought it's you like, for a second. Do you need like another moment to think about <laughs> I it? Really, yeah, I, I need to process this for a second. <laughs> yeah. I actually like to circle back to mine. I think okay. my worst one, and actually, actually brought it up to me. That's part of the whole the building together, mm-hmm. making each other better is anger management. I get so fucking pissed off at the smallest thing sometimes. It just gets to me. Sometimes like I just, something goes bad. Like it'd be easy to be fixed within like a little bit, but it just gets to me way too much. And I guess I kind of deflect that to other people. I see. Yeah. Kara. It's Simon's turn. He's processing. Okay. <laughs> okay. I guess I, I, I can just say I can just say a red flag that she said about me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the red flags she had said about me was that I have a hard time taking no for an answer. Um, and I feel like that's true to a certain extent, but it's. It's hard for me to take no as an answer, not because like I want to be controlling. It's hard for me to take no as an answer because what I had originally wanted, like the original question, was something that I like just like cared about or I had like it had, it had a meaning to me, right? So like I don't know, uh, an example would be like, Cara, do you remember um, like this like one weekend? It was like me, Chris, and like some of my roommates. We went out. Um, to get like drinks or something, I had called you to see if you wanted to go out with us as well. And um, you said you couldn't because you had to go to work, right? <laughs> and I tried so hard to like nudge you to try to just like come out with us. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. You told me to and, quit and my I job. Like... <laughs> uh, I, but I feel like, I don't know, it's one of those things. Like even last night, like Chris and I were playing video games. And Chris was like, I got to go. Like, I got to go shower. Like, I got to work up early tomorrow, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, Chris, like, one more game, one more game. Like, just stay, one more game. Um, <laughs> like, I just feel like <laughs> I have a hard time just, like, being like, okay. Which I think I need. To, I just need to work on. Um, she, yeah. Yeah, I won't, I won't even go there. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would say that's probably one of my red flags. Fair enough. <clears throat> Any... <clears throat> Uh, Cara, you got two. You got two. <laughs> you're ready to go, Cara. It's uh, two more. Like then there's <laughs> two. You gotta talk. So, I have a whole list, but yeah. nothing pops up. It's all green flags. <laughs> it's weird. All green flags. I'm a per- so I'm I'm not, Nothing wrong with me. I've never. <laughs> it's so tough. Uh, did you want to go, Cara? I, I can go if not. Yeah, I have no flaws. You should go. Shit. Well, I guess we move on to the next topic because I uh, know uh, my my red two flag. perfect people in the call. Uh, my red flag, my red flag. Uh, this is my red flag that I think is red flag. Probably is red flag. Uh, but like, you know, I can't really compare it with in relationships recently. But uh, 
I think I like to uh, spend too much on my own myself, where I won't even support the other person. Maybe, maybe not enough. So I think I'm so occupied in making sure I'm like perfect that I'm kind of just like ignoring them. So I think that's a red flag, because I'm like, okay, I got all these things I need to do, and then it's like, shit, I didn't even think about doing、uh, what they need to do. I didn't think about that. I was just focusing on myself too much. Maybe that's that's, that's probably a red flag, but.、Uh, I guess we'll we'll have to test it <laughs> next relationship, <laughs> but uh, limit, limit testing. Limit testing. It's just you know t- poke the waters and see what happens, but uh, yeah, that's that I think my biggest red flag. Uh, I mean, I、uh, that's it's not like I've uh oh another red flag. Another red flag is maybe I'm taking the、uh, things a little too slow. You know, maybe I like to take things a bit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but you know, maybe I'll just fucking do a one eighty next relationship just. See what happens, but I don't know. This was high school, Josh. So, you know what a red flag that me and you both have? No. The amount of <laughs> the amount of money we spend on collectibles. That's not a red flag. It's that's a red flag. An investment. <laughs> it's gonna pay off again. Investment property. It's a red flag. It makes it's investing. <laughs> yep, it's investing on our mental health. If it makes us happy, that's good. <laughs> Fair enough. Fuck it. We、we'll、always get money back, but you know, mental health is something we need to keep, you know, preserved at peak condition. Peak.、No. I agree. Peak, peak mental condition.、Health. Yeah. All right, Kara, it's your turn now. <laughs>、uh, I'm still trying to think of some.、Um, I would say like it's easier when someone like points something out to you that you're like, damn, that is not probably like that's the best. so me. <laughs>、um, <laughs> But I've had like a guy. It was like kind of like similar to what I said earlier. But oh, my computer's about to die. So if I just dip, what if it's just gone? Do you have a charger near the? Oops, my computer died. Car, do you have a charger? I told you it's a lemon. You asked me earlier. Know, All my chargers are lemons. I know, but plug it in so at least it's actually charging. <laughs> We can, it'll it'll a, last. We could do a quick technical break if you need to find your charger. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, go. Oh yeah, just t- take a break on my red flag, and then we just never talk about it. Yeah, we'll just we'll just have an intermission, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll start talking about, about your red flags. We'll pick for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Out of all the lists,、uh, <laughs> a dry texter. Oh Jesus! Oh, oh come on. I'm just Simon,、kidding. my texting、Ooh. has gotten so much better. Simon is <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was shit form, on my texting all the time. <laughs> Come on, it's gotten better. Okay, I, I, it's gotten better. It's gotten better. But do you remember me telling you that as well? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Chris! I was not expecting that. Jesus, <laughs> sorry. He's, he, he's straight. Oh my goodness! Before, you could shoot one at me as well. You know how many red flags, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's all just、And、start firing、nice? red flags at each other. <laughs> <laughs> holy, holy shit! It's all love.、Oh, um, Wait, no, Carl. Can you actually go get your charger though before it dies? Yeah. All right. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do、This、like a inter- quick intermission. Quick break.、Yeah. I need a pee anyways. So. Yeah. Should I tell one of my today's sponsor? <laughs> yeah, we're、uh, taking a quick break. All right. Welcome to part two of relationships. We are the last brain cell. You know, cells, for you guys it might have been、cells. like a couple days, hours, but for us, it's only been five minutes. But I took a, we're, we're I took a pee break. Up, you know, and we took a pee break. <laughs> five got the chargers.、Minutes. Yeah, five solid minutes. You know, but now we're we're back. We're gonna keep it going. We're just gonna 
continue with our part two? Yeah. So we were talking so about five minutes ago. Five minutes ago uh, oh we yeah, so five flags. minutes ago. Yeah, we were talking about red <laughs> flags. Um, and yeah. I actually had this red flag that was brought to my attention again from that podcast I had listened to that was about me. And they they said that one of the biggest I, I want to get your opinion about this, mm-hmm. all of your opinions. They said, "quote What have you been?" Oh, so if I said, I said, I asked her like, "What have you been telling your friends about me?" Um, they said that question that I asked is a major red flag. Um. She's, she said, when I have to start questioning where uh, where it is or what it is they're saying about them to other people, that right there is a red flag. What do you, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I would say that, that that is a red flag. Um, okay. I mean, but I mean, I think like if, if your significant other is talking shit about you behind your back, I mean, I think that's a red flag in of itself. But I mean, I feel like in relationships, you have to have a certain level of like trust or like you have to trust this person completely. Otherwise a lot of issues come uh, like come up, you know? So, I mean, I, like, I personally think asking about that kind of stuff is pretty bad, but, you know, curiosity, obviously, like it's, it's hard to contain yourself sometimes, you know, you just want to know. Josh. So, so the red flag was you asked what her, so like I asked her, like, what do you tell your friends about me? Like, what do you say to your friends about me? Oh, Huh, that's interesting. Um, I think it's kind of curious, right? Okay, okay. Because you know, you know, from what you hear, like, is that (laughs) is that kind of narcissistic (laughs) to see (laughs) what (laughs) what what you wonder what her friends think? Because like, you kind of maybe you're expecting them to say good things. Okay, okay. So it's like when I because me. Maybe I'm a bit of a narcissist, but like if I would ask someone, "Hey, what do what do people think about me?" You know, and I was like, I kind of want them to say something good. I'm kind of fishing for that, you know. I actually, that is true. I actually do ask this question. I think I'm I'm fishing for compliments, so I always I, I ask that. I'm like, hopefully, hopefully they say something good about me. <laughs> I don't think anyone has said anything bad about me when I ask that question, but I've asked I've asked that before. So maybe maybe it's a bit narcissistic of me, but yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> if someone not you in particular but if someone asked me what my friends thought of them i would get the feeling that they're kind of self-conscious about how like my major my main friend group would think about them and i would kind of just think of like why does that matter of how they think about you wouldn't it just matter about how i feel about you like fuck them but mm-hmm. I guess I could say that's kind of a red flag, in my opinion. Okay, okay. Kara? I feel like being on your side on this one, you guys are we're like kind of like a gray area. I feel like you're just kind of asking to be like, is she like bringing me up to her friends? Like kind of a thing. And I've done that too. I mean, I didn't ask him what he said, but I asked him if he was talking about it to his close friends. And he did tell me that he was. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. Like, that's the end of the conversation. I was just curious, but were you asking like what, like specifically she said? No, I was just like, I was just like, what do you tell your friends about me? Oh yeah. I think that's, I mean, it's a pretty like safe question. I don't know. 
I don't think that's like narcissistic. I think it might be like slightly insecure, but I think most okay. people care what other people think about them. The reason why I asked was because I had no idea what the fuck we were, right? So, right, so friends with benefits, and this was like pretty early on in that whole like friends with benefits um, stuff. Um, I'd asked her because she keeps our her life very separate. Like she keeps a very private life, very separate from like me. I've like brought up um, like, you know, like I don't mind meeting your roommates or like your friends because like, you know, I'm not whatever, whatever, whatever. And she told, she had told me that like, I like to keep them separate just because they do so much together that they don't want to like mix and blend. Right. So I asked her, I was like, like, what do you, like, what do you tell your friends about me? Because one, I don't, they don't know me. I don't know them. And two, like, I don't even know what we're doing. Like, are we like, is this something like more intimate? Is this just like a purely friends of benefits thing? Like, what do you say? And I wasn't asking it because like I, I thought they were going to say something bad about me or like if it was an insecurity. I was just like, I was just genuinely curious. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is fine. So knowing that, is that still a red flag? Um, I Definitely. Mean, I, I, I still personally think it is a little bit, you know? Like, like I said before, I mean, like you, you want to just trust that the person is with you because they want to be with you. You know, when, when you feel like a little bit like curious or stuff like that, you're kind of like doubting them in a sense. You know what I mean? But then Simon said, but, cause he was, he was unsure, unsure what uh, yeah, you guys I mean, that's were. Doubting right? Them, right? Yeah. But like, cause he didn't even know if they were dating, right? I, is that what you're saying? I, I guess so. Simon? I mean, we weren't dating. And you didn't know what what she was saying to her friends, right? Well, it was more of like a, do you also just like see this as like a friends with benefits thing mm-hmm. or do you see it like uh, as something uh, else? Do so you curious I mean, what she says yeah, to her friends about you? It's a curiosity thing. It's not okay. like, oh, I'm fishing for insecurities. I think you're going to yeah, talk shit about so. me. I mean, even then, you, you probably could have just asked her like, hey, what do you think we are? Like, what do you tell your friends? I, I, I did ask her. Oh, oh <laughs> okay. Well, you said she that. fucking deflected to the goddamn moon. <laughs> uh, well, that's, dude, hey, that's a red flag too, you know? Deflection. Well, not the deflecting. I, I think it's a really, really, like, bad situation when you never know if the person you're with, like, could just disappear at any moment, you know? Yeah, you know. So, like, not knowing what you guys are, like, that's kind of scary. That's but, why I asked. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I guess it's fine. It's not, it's not, it's not that bad. Well, they said, they said it was a big red flag. So I was like, oh, fuck. Big red flag. I, I don't know if it was a big red flag. Big red flag. I don't think it's a big red flag. They said major, major. Major. <laughs> Jesus. Really? Yeah. I think it's a bigger red flag on her part for not like creating that like boundary and being like, oh, we're this right now. Or like establishing what you guys are, you know? Because like I was saying, like, like not i i watch this on like a different psychology podcast but like not knowing if your partner could leave or the person you're talking to could leave at any moment that is super mentally taxing on 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 somebody you know and like you were saying you were like getting curious and you like just wanted to know what you guys are like it's kind of like it's kind of like leading you on in a sense and i think that's pretty that's pretty bad i think that's the bigger red I mean, flag i don't i don't i don't think she was leading me on cuz like again we had, we had already set boundaries like expectations like mm-hmm. we're, we're, we were just friends with benefits you know i'm not like mad at her for it i was just like kind of confused when she said that this is a red flag i was like really um fair enough yeah mm-hmm. it's like 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah, it's just different per individual, I guess, you know. I can see how it would be twisted from that perspective, though. Like, oh, mm. he's already treating me like, and like he is a narcissist, and he's asking because he wants to know if like other people are finding out about his terrible so, characteristics. Yes, mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and and like that goes back to it just sucking because she's painted this narrative. Like, I really think she genuinely, wholeheartedly believes that I'm this person. Um, uh-huh. Which sucks, but what can you do? Um, yeah. Dang. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's just how it is sometimes. You know? I mean, there's a lot uh, of red flags that people have. I mean, it's kind of like what we were saying earlier is everybody has like negative flaws and stuff like that. So, Yeah. I, mean, I don't think there's such a thing as a perfect person, right? I think I was going to have some kind of red flags. Except for you though, right, Joe? Yeah. I mean, I'm probably the exception here, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. For all the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> you're the picture of, uh, you're the, you're the picture of the perfect, perfect guy. And that's, yeah. In the textbook, you know, textbook, perfect guy. Just see a picture of me. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Do you think it's bad for me to like linger about this? No, absolutely not. I mean, I think it, when when you're in like really weird situations like that, I think it'd be more surprising if you just didn't care. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be more of a narcissist if you literally just didn't care that all this stuff happened to you, you know? Like you never paint her as like a villain that. and like you you know, you try you're just you're trying to understand the situation and stuff like that, you know, so I feel like you could easily twist that though and be like, because he's so fixated on it, that's narcissistic of him. Uh, I mean, it would, okay, it would make more, it would make you narcissistic if you were more fixated on like the fact of like, oh, I'm right. But I mean, I think you're you're just, you're more on the path or like the track of like, you just kind of want to understand, you know, like you didn't really get that closure. You know, you didn't get to explain your side and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, it makes sense that you're like that it's lingering, you know. Yeah. So, it's it's really it's really hard to move on to like pass something when you don't have closure, you know. And she kind of just left you in the dark, so <laughs> she fucking you know blew out the candle in the cave. Yeah, she just said, <laughs> and then you were like, she said, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah. huh? You just didn't know what happened, you know. <laughs> Blindsided. Yeah. Simp. That dude, that that feeling sucks. That that feeling really, really sucks. So, I mean, I personally, I still, I still linger a little bit too. It's hard not to, you know. Yeah, can we just cut out that part of her brain? I mean, I think it makes you more human that like you do care, you know. It helps you. It helps yeah, but you I don't want to fucking. Uh, I don't want to care anymore, man. It's gotten to that point where it's like. I, I have to study for a board exam, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm in the library like eight to 10 hours a day. I can't focus. That's all I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. And then when I, I get home, like, I'm super tired, ready for bed. And the moment I lay down and shut my eyes, like all I do is think about that. Mm-hmm. And I just like am up for hours. I'll go to bed at like 3.30, 4, wake up at 7 to go to the library. And it just repeats in the cycle feel fucking drained yeah shit sucks yeah i mean it's it's still fresh in your mind so mm-hmm. it's, it's, recent. Think, it's, in a, 
Yeah, I think you should watch our uh, our podcast, our first podcast. You know, how to cope. Stuff. Yeah, how to cope. <laughs> I think it'll help you a lot. I think you should give it a listen. Yeah, I think it'll help. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's re- it's really tough. It's it's a tough go around. You know, but I mean, like that's that's what makes it so rewarding at the end, though, is because you know you you go through so much with somebody and like you know you go through so many life experiences, and then you know it's it's worth you know. You're gonna you're gonna find the one, Simon. <laughs> Hopefully, you know what Ty, you gotta what do. You do? Think from a girl's perspective about everything. About everything, hmm. like you ruminate. Like that's just such a broad question. What do you mean? Like from her perspective, uh, uh, your uh, perspective, you want to stop thinking about it. What's your question? what's what's the what's the right thing to do moving forward um well i guess like like without getting too personal when you're trying to study for your boards and when you're trying to go to sleep like what is it that's bothering you are you just like replaying like your moments together or are you kind of like trying to like fit the pieces together of like where you went wrong oh both it's like a bit a bit of everything I, I kid you not, I, there was a point where like this all happened and I was just like going through things to try to figure out where I fucked up. Cause I was like, what, what did I do? I was like trying to find signs that like where she had, she, that she was like showing a sense of like feeling uncomfortable, like seeing where I could have potentially messed up, how I could have like made that better. Um, things like that. And then just like a lot of things that she's just said in the past to me, you know, like times together, experiences together or whatnot, that makes it really hard for me to understand how it was like so easy for her to just do this. Yeah, I guess like you're still kind of like stung a little bit, but I guess it depends. Like what's your goal in all this? Like, do you want to somehow like reconcile with her? Do you just want to like completely never see her again? That's the thing, right? Because I feel like if she were to come back, I feel like my heart would be like, yes, take her back. But my head says no. And all my friends would probably say no. They'd probably fucking cash rate me if I took her back. (laughs) 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 There'd be a line. But it'd be one of those, it's one of those things. It's like, ah, life's so fucking short. Like this person makes me happy. Like who fucking cares? Um, But at the same time, it's like, if I take her back, it's so disrespectful to myself. It's one of those things I just like don't really have an answer to. We've had that I conversation mean, though talk- multiple times. We had that conversation today yeah. that something unhealthy for you doesn't I, mean that you don't like want it less. You know, like something that you necessarily want doesn't always mean it's good for you. So yeah, but is it, un- is it unhealthy or is it just like something that like we need to work on? I mean, I, I think, think because there, I feel like you can't go into every single relationship or whatnot with no flaws, right? I feel like it's the character building that you guys do together that make it a relationship. I don't know. Do you remember like a long time ago where we were having a conversation on the phone and I was telling you about a guy and you basically told me, you're like, Car, this is so far gone that <laughs> there's like no salvaging this. Like, why do you keep talking to me about it? Like, why would you even try? When she like makes a podcast about you, 
being a narcissist. I feel like that's the longest yeah. line. There has to be like a line, you know? Like like a, there has to be a too much thing, you know? You have to have like a And that's too much. That's going. that's it right there. I mean, just seeing how you are now too, like I can tell it really bothers you. Like I hate seeing you as upset. I think I don't know. I don't know if that's I don't know if it's healthy. Chris, I need your weigh in on this one. This shit sucks. <laughs> plus one, plus one. Mm. Plus two, plus two. I like that retweet, comment. retweet. <laughs> I like that comment. <laughs> God, I don't know. I'm a big advocate for just cutting this shit, killing my emotions, and just letting time heal me. Just move on to like whatever I got next. But that's how that's how I guess would handle it, which is probably not the best way to handle it. Dude, I mean, that's what everyone's been telling me. They were like, they're like, just gaslight yourself and say that you don't care. <laughs> oh, God. What's well, just like, that's you know, really good advice. Like, like uh, life is too short, you know? Yeah. I feel like if you spend too much time dwelling on it, you're not going to like see, like move towards the future. Like there's definitely people out there who are going to be better for you. You know, like you interact with like thousands of people every day just by driving around, doing whatever it is that you do. You know, like, you know, there's there's no way you won't run into somebody else who will treat you a lot, lot better. And, it, you know, if you let her back into your life after she, like, clearly disrespected you and clearly doesn't, like, value you as much as she should, I feel like you'd just be putting yourself in a really unhealthy situation, you know? Yeah. And listen to your friends, too, because your friends give mm -hmm. you the advice that you don't want to listen to. Because who told you not to get into a friend with benefits and you didn't listen <laughs> Look what happened. Jeez. Hey, My that's a red flag. Red turned flag, out dude. pretty all right. <laughs> well, you're the exception, you say, Chris. Chris. So my friends with benefits turned out pretty all right. Yeah. I feel like mine went on for a little too long. Mine was like over the course of six months. Yeah. I've, I've never had a friends with benefit. I've had a couple. Nah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was gonna, really? I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, all your faces. <laughs> I was like, I've known you for so long. No, like, no, really? No. Talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, talk about it. Yeah, no, no, Elaborate. No, 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 no. Speak now. No, nothing. That's you were it. shocked. Uh. The room went silent for a second. <laughs> yeah, no. I know. I was like, was I was so trying to think. I was like, who's, who's he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should we, uh, we, you know, we should elaborate on like friends with benefits. Though. What do you, what do you think is like a good like time period to be like, or I mean like a length of time to be friends with benefits? Because you were saying how like it went to six months and that was like too long. One time and never again. Okay, so like a one night stand then, right? Is that friends with benefits then? If it's only like a one oh, night fuck, thing? I guess it's not. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> two times, that's it. Two times, two times. Two times, that's it. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, I don't know. Have you ever had to cut like, some like... Oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. What, when we were sleeping with each other, um, after the first time we cut it off... It lasted like two months and we were fine. Like we were fucking chilling, mm -hmm. like good friends. Didn't even think anything of it. She, mm -hmm. she just wanted to not do it anymore. And we're like, okay, cool. So mm -hmm. two months worked. <clears throat> two months is good. Also like what, what's your like, what, what do you think is your like end goal with like a whole friends with benefits thing? Cause like, I feel like if your end goal is to eventually like get together with them, like I wouldn't, consider it friends with benefits right well the, that wasn't the end goal when it first started mm. the the goal of when it first started was literally just like 
sex. Mm-hmm. Well, do you, well, like afterwards, no, do you guys like, do you guys like cut it off or do you guys like, or just pretend like it just didn't happen? Like, like see each other on the street. I was, like, telling, hey, Ka- up, I was telling Car yeah. about this. So like the boundaries I've had made, it was like, okay, we had agreed to this. Like after sex, mm-hmm. I don't want to cuddle. I don't want to hear about your day. Like, don't tell me about like whatever, whatever. Like after yeah, sex, don't talk whoever to me. just, just fucking bounce. You know, like I don't want to mm-hmm. no emotions attached. Like I don't want to like spend the night, like things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously as like time progressed, those boundaries started to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Cause like I wouldn't be able to go over till like 10 o'clock. And by the time, like everything was already done or whatever, whatever, it'd be like three or four. And it'd be like, it'd be oh, 10 five. home at three or four. And it's like, yeah, I might as well like, just stay the night, right? <laughs> or yeah, or sometimes it's like uh, I feel bad, like if I don't ask her about her day, you know. Um, it's like because mm. like she she wants to get to know me because like that's also part of like the friends part of friends and benefits, right? Because like even though you're having sex with each other, like you guys are still friends, and like you wouldn't treat your friends like some fucking cum rag. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin, <sighs> that's what I treat Josh like. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. It's mutual. Yeah, it's mutual. <laughs> yes, I don't know. <laughs> well, have you have you ever successfully like did the two month thing and then just like cut it off and then they just like went back to no. just being normal? So it's always no, ended up no. in some sort of like some sort of something, right? Because like I've always seen my first one benefit I, is like, huh? My first one that I had ended uh, was in a relationship. I ended up in a relationship. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, is, like, I feel like when you go into Friends with Benefits, like, there's just such a high chance that it, like, ends, like, either in a relationship or just, like, a really bad, like, like, cutoff type deal, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not, like, I don't have a fucking great sample size of Friends with Benefits. Like, oh, yeah, the fucking P-value is less than... You don't have a journal, you, have, you, you know, don't have a journal, like, marked down with all their names and everything? <laughs> no, I don't. Um... But yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a little weird. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. Definitely something to think about. You know. Hmm. I mean, I've, I definitely like I said, feel better I've about it, just like talking about it. So. Huh? I, I definitely feel better just like talking it out. I feel like I just hmm. built that in for a while. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we're all here for, you know. Hell yeah! It's good to let it out. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else mm. want to let out some stuff? I think I kind of want to okay. let out some stuff too. Oh shit! Seems <laughs> oh, wait, oh, go shit. Go, you go, go, go first. Josh. You it seems go, like you've been. It seems no, like you're no, holding you it in. You go first. He volunteered himself as tribute. I have something <laughs> when there's nothing else to talk about. So Kevin, you go ahead. Uh, well, I, I was just saying, like, I mean, like my my last relationship kind of like fucked me up a little bit too, because like. Mm-hmm. We're, we were long distance and long distance is like always hard, like just in general. And then I don't know. I felt like every time we talked or we hung out, like everything was like really, really good. Like there were no signs of anything wrong happening. We never argued or anything like that. We were always like pretty excited to see each other and stuff like that. And then I ended up, I went on a trip like for two weeks, uh, you know, and I still like checked in on her and I still messaged her like whenever I had the opportunity to and stuff like that. And she kind of just like left me on red and I was like, oh, maybe like she just wants time to herself and stuff like that. 
So I didn't really want to push too much. And then like when I got back, I messaged her. I was like, hey, like, what's up? Is everything okay? And she just she just told me like, just out of nowhere, she was like, oh yeah, I'm just like not really that interested anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, like that kind of sucks. Like I don't, you know, I, obviously I respected her decision. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, like I really don't want us to end. I would really like to try if possible. But, you know, if you don't see us moving forward together, then, you know, I understand where you're coming from. And we had planned to hang out beforehand, uh, like post the trip, right? We had planned a day to hang out and everything. And so I asked her, I was like, oh, are we still, you know, going to see each other like this day? Like just like a one last, like have a nice day together and just like as friends and just, you know, call it whatever type deal. Right. And like a day before we were supposed to meet up, I messaged her. I was like, oh, like, are we still like meeting up? Like what's happening? Right. And, and I just got left on red. And then I was like, okay, well, like, I'll just take it as it is, you know, like she doesn't want to continue. It's okay. And then a couple days later, she messages me at like, like 3am, like, Hey, what are you doing? And I, you know, it was like 3am. So I was like, I was sleeping, but in the morning I messaged her, I was like, Oh, what's up? And she was like, let's meet up on like this Tuesday. And you know, I, I was kind of like taken back because like, you know, she had ghosted me and didn't talk to me for like two days. And then just out of nowhere, she messaged me and I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean like, that's fine. Cause I, I wanted closure too. We didn't really get any good closure. It was just kind of like left abruptly. And I was like, okay, sure. And then we hung out and it went really well. And it, and she was like, oh, you know, actually I changed my mind. Like I do want to continue this. And I was like, okay, like, that's great. Like, you know, I'll put in a lot of effort. Like I'll make sure that you, you know, feel comfortable and like that this is working and everything like that. And I thought we had it all settled and like planned out. And then she was like, oh yeah, but I'm going to be gone for like two weeks. And, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. You know, I'll talk to you while you're away. And then like, as soon as you get back, we'll like hang out and stuff like that. And originally when, when we had first met, we had planned to go on this like big trip together to Vegas for like this convention. Right. But she, she had adamantly told me like, oh yeah, I won't be able to make it like a bunch of things came up like this and this happened. But I mean, I, we, we had already originally planned to go. So I was like, okay, like I'm still going to go because like I already got like tickets and all that stuff. And, um, and she was going to be gone for like the two weeks, but then around the time of when the convention was going to happen, I saw that she posted like, oh, Hey, I'm going to Vegas. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. Cause you're supposed to not be going <laughs> to Vegas. I thought you were going to be going to, um, you know, a different, a different place where she said that she had business. Right. So I was like, Huh, that's that's a little weird, I guess. And then I didn't I don't know, like before that, like it was fine. Like we were talking, you know, and it was just normal and it was fine. But then yeah, I saw her that she was going to Vegas. So I, I called her because you know I was like, oh, it's a little little strange. And she ended up just blocking me off everything. And I was like, oh, that's that's kinda that's kinda crazy. And but then like I still went to that convention in Vegas, you know, because I had everything planned. And I saw her there and I just kind of like let it go. Like she clearly didn't want to talk to me or whatever, but I tapped her on the shoulder. I was like, Hey, do you want to talk? And she just turned around and just straight up ignored me and walked away. Like she just acted like she didn't know me. And then just post, post then we just haven't talked at all. So I felt like I really needed to get that off my chest. Cause that was just such a, like a weird 
like situation. Like I've never had anything like that happen before. Sounds immature. So I don't know. Maybe maybe you guys have some more insight that like. Okay, like, okay. maybe I'm Cara, not. Saying, uh, Cara was right? gonna say something. I want to hear the girl perspective. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> How long were you guys together? Uh, like three months. Damn, that's cold. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. It was just. <laughs> that's, it that's really why. took me by surprise. Wait, what did Cara say? What did Cara say? Uh, she said that's cold. Oh, that's cold. Like I feel like that kind of reaction is like <sighs> would make more sense if it was like within the first week or something. Like you don't really know someone, so you don't know how to react. But three months, that's kind of yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. So that's like it's fucked. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is there like maybe maybe I did something wrong or some or maybe I'm like missing something? Because I mean, I kind of have these like love goggles on i guess right where so like maybe i'm um, i'm like missing something but like oh go ahead, go ahead. you look like you're uh, gonna say something <laughs> you're like should i, 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 I honestly i honestly feel like a big part of like everything that happened is just the fact that like maturity um because mm-hmm. they, they were younger right mm-hmm. um yeah and I, I feel like just younger people just don't have the maturity mm. that like somebody our age has. Um, How old was she? Like, not just uh, twenty. Okay. Mm. And not to say like that younger people can't be mature, but I feel like it's mm. really rare to find somebody that's younger who is actually very mature. Yeah, I mean, I just like for I me, it was like, just really weird because like. When, when she had originally brought up, like, oh, I don't have feelings, I was like, okay, like, you know, I wasn't, like, forcing her or making, trying to make her feel bad or anything like that. You know, I told her, I was like, you're, like, I definitely want to still work things out, but your, your opinion is completely valid. Like, if you don't want to see each other anymore, that's okay, you know? And, like, and after I asked her if we were still hanging out, like, she completely ghosted me. And I feel like right that, like, if she really didn't want to do it anymore, like, I feel like right then would have been a good cutoff. But then we hung out again and she was like, oh, this is really good. Like, I want to stay together. And then that stuff happened like immediately after, you know, like there was no grace period in between. Like we worked things out we, and then we were just talking and she was talking about how she was going on a trip. And then just out of nowhere, she ghosted me and then I called her and she blocked me. Some so. girls, especially younger girls, don't mm-hmm. want stability. Like that's like the last thing they want. Like stability mm-hmm. is boring. They kind of like that, like toxic, like... <laughs> unpredictable so she dumps you doesn't isn't talking to you for a while she's like oh i actually do miss him comes back it's like oh this is great actually this is good this is very normal nope don't want any more and so Mm -hmm. that like tumultuous kind of interaction is probably what she was looking for to begin with so that's a little bit of chaos just yeah a little bit of chaos i guess i guess yeah that's hella fucked up that's fucked up (laughs) yeah yeah it's pretty it was pretty bad i mean yeah, I mean, I just kind of like like um, imagine doing that to somebody for some fucking chaos in your life. Like what? Yeah, that's selfish that's... and fucked up. Yeah, but it, I mean, like you were saying though, it feels nice to get I, it off off my yeah. chest. You she know? just sounds like a big, immature, like fucking weirdo. It's like everything she's done is like most like a lot of red flags, you know. And it's just nothing she did is like sounds like it was. I'm, I mean, you know. like I said, I think I had like the love goggles on, so I was just kind of like, oh, like oh, benefit of the doubt, like it's probably nothing, you know. And like genuinely, I did really enjoy like her company at the time, 
you know, like when we were together and stuff like that. That's why I kind of just like didn't think about it that much. And like when red flags had happened, I would just kind of dismiss them and be like, oh, it's it's fine. You know, like it's enough. It's understandable. Yeah, just brush it away for now. And <laughs> brush it away. Yeah. So. Yeah, Dude. I mean, how, how, how do you feel about everything now? How do I feel? Uh, I mean, like I said in like episode one, I just like, I don't like to, I like to give myself a little period of time to be upset, but I don't like to. One week, right? One week. Yeah. Yeah. One week, one week, you know, let let me cry it out, (laughs) you know, drive up to a mountain, big old mountain, scream it out, you know, let it all out. And then I, and then I just get back to business, you know, because at the end of the day, um, you know, life's short. Like I want to stay on the grind and, you know, I'm sure I'll meet somebody better and stuff like that eventually so i mean it it does make me a little bit more more wary i guess but it would be really unfair to like whoever i met in the future if i held them to like if i like connected the two you know because they're completely like i think people are very like vastly different so i mean like the only thing i really can do is just like let it go you know (laughs) which really sucks but uh yeah yeah for sure. This is, this is, you know, this is the filler arc. <laughs> the filler arc. Yeah, I guess so. I don't, uh, I don't know, man. I, I was, t- I was, t- uh, I was saying, man, I, maybe I'm just really unlucky, <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. I feel like that just fucking happens. It's kind of just out of control. Like I've, yeah. I don't even know. It was, it was a really mm-hmm. bizarre situation and I got absolutely no closure because we were just good. And then it just stopped, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, hey, hey, you know what they say, man? It, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. It feels nice to talk about it, let it out, you know? So, Dude, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, I honestly feel so much better just talking about it, even though, like, yeah. whatever, right? You just, just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lynn. So, let anybody else know. has anything else they want to talk about? <laughs> oh, man, I feel like it just. This is an open, safe space. <laughs> Yeah, I feel I feel That's safe. I feel good. It's gonna be broadcasted to hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hundreds of views that are all us. <laughs> yeah, all us. Yeah, us. Hey, don't, don't, don't say it out loud. <laughs> all of us rewatching the video. People don't know. No, people on, don't on, know. Different, on different accounts. You know? <laughs> don't don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Sit the refresh button a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't do that. Just strategies. Just strategies. Everyone's unique. Uh, all our viewers are unique. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, all our viewers are unique. I've never met anyone before. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know all of them right now. They're in the call. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, uh, It's just like I, I wish I could give like a, such a you know like a unique story about my relationships, but I feel like none of them have lasted long enough to be like a like a story. You know, they just end. And they're like, I don't, know. I don't know if you want a story like mine. I mean, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's good to have a story like that because it kind of teaches you, you know, things to learn from that experience and it kind of prepares you for the future, maybe. Yeah, kinda, I mean, dude, there, there it, are it, takeaways. It's, it's, stuff, it's such a double edged sword, though, because, mm-hmm. like, sure, you get, like, whatever character development or whatever the but fuck. It fucks you. But at the same time, it's like, are the emotional consequences that you have to take like really worth yeah i don't know yeah. it's a double-edged sword for sure yeah it, it hurts bad too because like like i was saying like there's only three months and three i think short relationships are, are like just as hard to get over as like long term because like 
in the short term, you know, like you, you, you kind of pictured your, like this future, you know, you envision like a certain path, you, you start to gradually add them to your everyday life, you know, like you go to a, the store and you get like a sandwich and like, you know, the, the thought pops up in your head, like, oh, I should get them one too, you know, like they start to become like integrated in your life, but you cut it off so fast that you don't get to see it through, you know, you don't get to see if like, oh, maybe this was like this could have been really good and stuff like that you know and so abruptly that you just feel really left in the dark you know and that's that sucks that emotional consequence really sucks yeah i agree like i I think simon's feeling that emotional consequence right now you know (laughs) 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 i'm about to go take a fucking shower after this and i'm just gonna you should have stand there (laughs) just like like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. Car, what do you think about like the guy perspective about things we've said today? It's like tonight. Like, do you think this is on par of what you thought we were gonna say, or like, is this like, like, what did you expect coming into this? I guess, and versus like what the actual ex- uh, reality was. Um, I feel like it's pretty much what i thought i mean i don't get like a ton of your like insight and feelings i mean we've had conversations about like your situation multiple times but i think it's a little surprising to me sometimes that you guys give it so much like rumination and thought because i feel like there's that stereotype of like a guy just like gets (laughs) over it immediately (laughs) and that's not true (laughs) but yeah i mean i i I ruminate a lot I, I, I I've also been told you're an that. overthinker. What, what was that? You're an overthinker. I am. I am a overthinker. One hundred percent. I have been told that actually, that's also another red flag that I have is that I overthink about everything when I don't need to think about it that hard. But it's like I can't. Like I fucking care about shit. I gotta think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I'm in the same. Po- I I don't know if I'd call it a red flag, but yeah, it's like it's hard not to think about things. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I just, like, I, I get... what it makes it more human. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, like, personally, I always get in these, like, these, like, moods or something like that where I just have to think about, like, every sort of scenario or possibility, you know? Yeah. Not even just, like, in relationships. Just, just like, things in general. I just, like, map out things, like, so thoroughly in my head. Like, with all the, like, branching o- uh, options and stuff like that. Like, it's just hard not to think about yeah. things, you know? At least for me personally. I don't think that's a red so. flag, honestly, overthinking. Because sometimes it prepares you for things that you kind of thought about. Like, I mean, maybe it's different because in work, for me personally, I have to overthink because if I fucking don't overthink, then everything's going to explode and the company's going to lose a whole company's going to go down. Yeah, and then they're going to ping me and ask me why I'm a dumbass <laughs> and I don't want that to happen. So it's like, I think I kind of take that to like everything else. Like I have to overthink and try to take, it, take knowledge of all these possible paths that could, that could happen. And all these possible outcomes from those paths, and I get prepared for them, and it's kind of like gets me ready and uh, try to make everything going according to plan, because I already know of all the outcomes, kind of deal. And maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. That's kind of how I do it, and it's kind of it's kind of reinforced in our in my field to always think about the edge cases, because like the edge cases, like the random stuff that you don't think about, because it could fuck you in the ass. So it's like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's a bad thing, honestly. Overthinking. So. 
Uh, I don't. I mean, I think, like you were saying earlier, Simon. I think it makes you human. Mm-hmm. There's anxiety, honestly. You don't want to be. You don't want to be a sim, right? You don't want to be a sim and just walk around and do nothing, right? Yeah. You don't want to be an NPC, you know. Yeah. So. Any thoughts, Chris? Oh, yeah. slap the table. How can you not overthink? Like, I can't just sit there and just be brain dead. <laughs> True. Have nothing <laughs> in my mind. Absolute <laughs> brain damage. What else am I think? Like, I'm just laying there. What am I going to be thinking about? Like, what are we going to have for breakfast tomorrow morning? Ooh, yeah. Lucky charms. <laughs> Yeah. Like I don't know when overthinking becomes a bad thing, right? I, I think it. when it causes you like crippling anxiety, like okay. Simon. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Simon. No, she has a point. Like it's definitely gotten oh. to a point where it's like, in like fucking up or like messing with daily function. Yeah, that's that's an yeah. issue. <laughs> when it when it, when it uh, yeah. impedes your daily life, then I think. Is something you should talk about. Somebody just needs to give me a fucking lobotomy. <laughs> so you could be an NPC. Uh, yeah, we rambled a bit, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it here. Just an awkward outro. You can just make it. Fa- you can just make it fade. Should we all say bye and wave? I'll just say. Oh, uh, thank- <laughs> we gotta thank our special guest. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah we gotta thank the guest. Thank, thank you, you Cara, for, uh, for participating. Coming. Yeah, thank you, Kara. Thanks for oh, joining thanks us. For thanks for the insight. Hmm. This is our first episode with a special guest, so we appreciate you joining us. I hope you uh, enjoyed our conversations. We surely did enjoy your input. It's a Mm -hmm. very, it's a very, it's it's like a lot of new stuff coming up to us because we always talk together. But it's good to have someone else, you know. Like I, I I just met you today, kind of deal. So it's it's, it's interesting to hear your input and everything. It definitely drives the conversations. So uh, I do really appreciate it. So. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Thanks, Carl. All right, and on that, I mean, thank we... you. Yep. And uh, with that, guys, that's the end thank of episode too. three of the Relationships Part Two. Thanks again for hopping in. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you made it to the end, I'd appreciate it. Uh, next episode, I'm not sure what's going to be about, but it's going to be something cool. Something hopefully. juicy. Something, something juicy. juicy. Mm. Maybe so, overthinking. Um, Overthinking, episode four. <laughs> overthinking. Stress, anxiety. Anxiety and overthinking, episode four. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, tune in stop. next time. Tune in next week. Yeah. All right. Peace. All right.